This is the Joy of Geek. Welcome to the Joy of Geek Podcast. I am Rich Lapore. Kevin Shaver. And today we are here to talk about San Diego Comic Con 2018, the holy grail of geek news and trailers. It is. And this is like, what, the third year we've done this, I think? Yeah. It's I think become one of my the first, annual. One of my first episodes was talking about post Comic Con. So. One thing that's interesting to point out to people, although everybody knows it never hurts to revisit the history, San Diego Comic Con is one of many Comic Cons that happen across the United States. However, it has become the premier event. Yeah. Um, it's, it's the one that, um, it happens at a good time for them to talk about, you know, things coming in the fall and winter. Um, and also, it's just, uh, it always had good attendance, and I guess it just somehow became... Well, it was one of the first. I mean, yeah. like, it started as a comic convention, and then, it, especially, I think it sort of turned to it being a very media con and like uh-huh. all about trailers and you know new just general news in the geek world more happened more so in the 21st century because that's the age we live in you know like right. com- it, I, I saw an interesting point about this the other day it's like comics used to be counterculture now they're pop culture and it's, so like, i was just thinking yeah, about that yeah, i was thinking about how weird it is yeah that like like i just accept that the mcu is such a big deal yeah but like comic books like, why would something that's not very popular, or it used to not be very popular, be the ultimate Cultural inspiration yeah. for the biggest movies in the world? Yeah. It's, 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 it's unbelievable because it used to be, I mean, not long ago yeah. when you would go to the comic shop and, like, comic shops were in danger of closing down because... Yeah. They're just like, you know, even the best sellers, there's 100,000 copies. That's it. That's not a lot I mean, it's all. not like yeah. other medium, but yet it inspires movies that make more money than anything. It's yep. insane. What were you going to say, though, about the pop culture thing from that article? No, I just, I mean, just that very thing. It's like it, they used to be, uh, you know, very much a subset of culture, and they were kind of like very anti, you know, the uh, pop culture. Yeah, the yeah comic now, geeks were like the right? lowest of the low, oh, unfortunately. yeah. yeah. And now it's on the flip side. It's like the I know. stigma's gone. And, and even people, who, like you said, who don't read comics totally are embrace the culture. Everybody right? wants their the buddy, wants and... to have uh, their, their their personal Kevin Schaefer with them, sitting next to them in the movie theater <laughs> to tell them who Captain Marvel is, right? Yeah, pretty much. Um, so it's 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 cool. It's an exciting time. It is. Um, it happened with gaming. Um, we had started the Joy of Gaming podcast a while back, and then gaming just hit just massive yeah. appeal and it, it happened with this as well <laughs> it's all thanks to us right now i'm just kidding. oh yeah no, we are, we're but to, but it is yeah. it is interesting i guess what that points to is our interests like wow we live in the best time ever for what we love yeah really, really I mean, is there ever been a better time to be a comic fan a geek a a, a jurassic world star wars star trek yeah. fan there's a cinematic I mean, universe for everything and well it's like kevin smith says you know like um even when he knows that a comic book movie is going to be terrible just based on the trailers and everything all that he's still going to see it because he like when he was growing up this would have never happened so he's absolutely going to support every bit you know if it's you know uh, I don't know if they make a Blue Beetle movie or something like that well, I mean he's going to support it that's one way to look at it another way to look at it is even the worst superhero movie still is a superhero movie there's yeah. going to be interesting things right like in the way that some people go to see bad movies just because they're bad and enjoy their badness right going to see 
Fantastic Four. Yeah. By was it Trank? Did yeah, that one? It was Trank. By Josh Trank. Uh-huh. Going to see that movie, there still was a whole meta conversation to have, you know, about it yeah. and during it. So you can watch that movie and say, "Oh wow, here's the part where they clearly jumped the shark. Here's this new take on these characters. Does mm-hmm. this work? Does it not?" Because there's source material for all this stuff, there's always going to be a dense, interesting conversation about how true they were or not. It's kind of like you would with like a movie based on a book. But like next level because anyway, You're it's drawing interesting. from just decades of material. Exactly, yeah, not yeah. just one book, but but in the case of Batman and Superman, seventy plus years, yeah. what, eighty, a hundred. I don't even know. Yeah, yeah, a lot of years yeah. of um of 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 uh, what do you call it? Um, lore, and lore and mythology. And mythology. Yeah. Right, right. So anyway, um, it is a celebration, and thus For we sure. will be celebrating. Um, and uh, what we're gonna do is uh, talk about. All the big things that happened at San Diego Comic-Con that we're excited about and sure. things we're maybe not so excited about, but and, just talk about it. And also, we're a week after uh, San Diego Comic-Con at the time of recording this, so there has been other news stories that have come out since then we'll talk about as well. We will so keep we you are up to date. This episode is just going to be crammed with news talk, trailer talk, all of that good stuff. So, um, And then we'll talk a little bit about the end kind of stuff we've been watching and reading recently as well. Cool. So, yeah. Well, without any further ado, why don't you kick us off with the news, Kevin? Okay. So, one of the biggest, probably the first big thing to happen at Comic-Con this year um, had to do with DC's upcoming streaming service. Uh-huh. So, Which people um, are trepidatious about, to say the least. Well, I like I was semi-excited about it before, but now I not so much. because. So, here's the thing. It offers some good content, but um, a lot of it I already own. So, they have, like, they're going to have Batman the Animated Series on, in high def on there, okay. which will be awesome. But I already own several seasons and box set. I own all of Justice League the animated series. I own all the Superman movies. So all these old stuff that they're popping out on it, I already own. So mm-hmm. because of that, and and the price is, if not right at the same as Netflix, or even maybe a little higher. What have um, they have they announced? Yeah, I think it's around seven ninety nine, something like that. Well, no, so that's lower it, than Netflix. Netflix is uh, ten to fifteen, okay, depending so on what plan you get. It's somewhere seven ninety nine is is is. Right on the edge of too way too much. Yeah. it's like five well, ninety nine would have been way more. Well, the problem is, I think it's too much for the amount of content they're presenting. So, because right. initially off the boat, it's going to be um, so a lot of the and this was all announced stuff. at the con. Well, yeah. exactly the specs and what's the specs coming. And all right. Yeah, so um, I can, you can pull up the full. Yeah, list, go ahead. But like, um, but they've got yeah. So you know the Superman movies. I think Batman Begins, The Dark Knight. Uh, the other thing they're going to be popping out on there is comics on the floor. But like, um, which, is cool which is cool because Marvel's had their thing forever. Right, right. And I mean, you know, and digital comics, they work for a lot of people. Um, so they're going to have like ways you can access recent stories, older stories as well. So it'll be a cool amount, but I still don't think it's enough right now to justify. Um, but the thing that's really turning me off about that I'm not ex- at all interested in buying the are subscribing to the DC streaming service right now is because their big original uh, TV show Tentpole. Tentpole is going to be Titans. Um, now, Rich, before so to our listeners out there, this I'm is sure something many we of do you have watched time. this trailer and yeah. talked about and tweeted about. Rich has not seen the trailer yet, so um, on purpose, right? We specifically so we after Kevin it. saw it, he specifically told me it would be great if you can hold out we on get a laugh. To get a live take. Now, I just have one question for you before we watch this trailer. So, Rich, when you're you've read a fair amount of DC comics over the years, when you think about, hey, what would make a good R-rated adaptation of a DC comic? What are some titles that can come to mind? Um, Batman. Batman. Okay. 
Um, the Killing Joke. Yeah. Um, uh, Dark Knight Returns. Yes. Um, let's see. Um, obviously Watchmen. Okay. Um, is Teen Titans one of the oh, titles? Oh, wait, Swamp Thing. Swamp Thing, yes. Is Teen Titans one of the titles? It is, in fact, the last title I would maybe ever pick. The only thing that would be worse would maybe be, like, the little Teen Titans Go thing. Right, like The little, right. little kitty right, Titans. Right. Okay. Um, it's literally the opposite of what I would do. Yep. Every, every, um... They're taking dark characters, like Green Arrow. Yeah. Right? And they made a lighter-hearted... Not, it's, it's, to call Green Arrow lighthearted, on, it would be uh, totally false. But well, the they made it really a teen yeah. version. Sure, it's sure. certainly not R-rated. Let's sure, put it sure, that sure, way. sure, sure. Um, and a that's been idea. massively successful. Right. Um, and, you know, it, and yet... And so they're always looking for, like, things that are teen-oriented. So it just seems very counterintuitive to me. I can't believe that that is that what it is. It's an R-rated. So that's not. Yeah, I, I, I can't I, I, believe. I, I, that. Yeah, okay. I can't. Why do that? So with that in mind, like I wanted to ask that just to prepare you a little bit for what you're about to see. So that's a good prep because yeah. Okay, so you guys right. are going to hear this in the background a little yep, bit. Yeah, we are playing it. the Titans trailer live right now right. on the All show right. here, here for Rich's live reaction. Here it goes. All right. <laughs> Trailer's rated <laughs> R. It says. Now, Rich has the same reaction I did pretty much when I first saw this of mouth-dropping, speechless, I don't know what to say. Now I, I know exactly what to say. Sign me up. Take really? my seven ninety nine really? and let me watch that train wreck. Okay, okay, why? Well, yeah, okay, yeah. I yeah. want to see... I mean, I, I'm I mean, actually it, it, really it interested to see, like... How bad it how, is. I mean, it looks startlingly terrible like i i mean when i first saw it on it on facebook and watched it i really thought it was a fan trailer like i i, I watched it, i was like okay that was, i mean okay cool YouTube oh, yeah. video like where's the real one and then i'm like wait th this is it what what is this i don't i i like, definitely don't think that it looks amateurish like to that level i, I don't my know. problem with it is and it's my same problem that i so because because okay, let me tell you the emotions i went through yeah. as i just watched it First, I mean, obviously, I, I was told this is garbage. You right, know what I mean? Right. Going in. So, of course, my expectations were hyper low. Sure. Um, 
That said, as I start watching it, I'm like, okay, I do love Robin. Uh, Robin love looks awesome. Robin. He looks awesome. Right. But then when we get more into it, the biggest thing is, okay, so it's Dick Grayson, but everything about him is Jason Todd. Right. And then, like, that's it. it, it just, that's like, fine. That's, fine. that's whatever, yeah, but though. He's, that's, but he's killing people in the streets. That right? aside. That aside. Okay. But, 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 yeah. So, what I, I'm just talking about my emotional okay, journey. Yeah, sorry, so, I'm watching the Flying Graysons. Yeah. And I love the Nightwing series. Like, right, I right, love right. that. So, I was like, this is really cool. Look at the Flying Grayson stuff. Um, I like the idea of him, like, suiting up and, and looking cool. And the actor looks great. Yeah. And then and then that girl looks pretty cool, too. Her hair doesn't look Raven, stupid. Yeah. yeah. Like, uh, like um, Meryl in... Where, who's the one in um, The Inhumans? That oh, terrible I, oh, hair. I, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, the red-haired woman. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. her. Yeah. Um, we're not Inhumans fans. So. <laughs> um, and and all, a lot of the hair in these things looks bad. Hers looked... Raven's hair looked okay. I was cool with that. And then as it pro- progressed, I was like, first of all, I was waiting for the F Batman. Because yeah, it's the yeah. one thing I knew is that right, that right. is said. And I just can't, I'm still like in shock that that's a thing. Right. Like, right. how could you possibly have that in your show? Yeah. Um, and then I just, it's so dark. It, it just looks so dark. Just obnoxious. So there's a difference between. The whole thing takes place at adapt- night. It takes place at night. And there, but there's a difference between like a gritty adaptation or something or adapting dark material into, you know, a comic book TV show or a movie. They're the but Teen Titans. This is, well, Teen... I mean, Teen Titans has some, like, darker stuff, yeah, but... Yeah, but, but there's no. also... They go to... They're, they're hanging out yes. during the day. Right, right. Doing stuff. Right. Talking, chatting, learning. Right. And, Where's I mean, that this part? is just the... Like, this, to me, is the most, like, obnoxious version of, like, hey, let's be edgy. Let's make titans and make it you know i mean like where is the appeal in this and who thought this was a good idea so well i mean i i yeah i guess i guess they just thought everything dc that's on cw does really well especially arrow is really dark flash has gone pretty dark and you know all of these shows are doing well kids like this and oh what's the one thing we can't do on the cw it's curse and be dark the problem is match that with different material. Yeah. Like if you're going to do the have the Titans be the other series that you have. And so yeah. like Titans can be like this lighter. It can still have like, you know, edge to it, but it needs to be a lighter tone. It doesn't need to have every single picture in that entire trailer had a dark backdrop. It is dark and Pitch it's just like black. and it's just like like I said, obnoxiously so to the point where I'm just like like I said, you can have something like that when there's a reason for it. Yeah. But there it's just Hey, let's be angsty teenagers. And, may, and when, I mean, when does it come out? Because I want to, I want to, I, I want to give them my seven ninety nine right now. Check it out right, right now. Like right. I think it's, I want to say it's coming like September or something like that. Because like all I have to say is yes, please. No, I mean I honestly am game. August expected to launch in August with a beta slate, with a full release set later in the year. Okay. Is the beta the beta slate isn't going to have Titans? I'm sure. Because that's the only reason I care. Okay. It's just because I want to watch that train wreck and then unsubscribe. <laughs> I mean, right? What else is there to do with it? I mean, all the other content I can get any other number of places. Yeah, right, let's see here. Yeah. When is it coming out? Let's see. What do we got? But Titans. while you're looking that up, so okay, so they're developing this mess and travesty. And I am, and oh my god! Oh, there's a spin-off series, Doom Patrol, announced. Doom Patrol. Okay, that sounds so ch- like so. There we go. Yeah. There's well, something. But that here's works. the thing, though. This is like a whole other uni- cinematic universe for DC. They already have like five. They have the Arrowverse. They have the main DC cinematic universe. They have this. They're working on developing a, this a thing called like, what is it? Black Label or something like that. That's yeah. going to be another DC cinematic universe. 
it's going to be darker. I mean, because there's not enough dark DC stuff right now. So, like... Why don't they get a I don't, clue? Like, can they not just... If they want to go the Cinematic Universe route, get a Kevin Feige on board to, like, actually make that or happen. Or Kathleen Kennedy, please. Like, right. Like, because, not that she's perfect, but right. still. So, they have this. Doom Patrol is going to spawn out of this. Um, they are developing a Swamp Thing uh, eventually. Like, that sounds good for Dark. Swamp Thing would be amazing. I'm game for that. No, I mean, like, uh, and get a big budget Swamp Thing and make it, do it right. That I'd be all on board for that. Um, but, yeah. I, I, so, there's so many Vertigo titles, in fact, that would be so good. Oh, yeah, yeah. Imagine if the DC streaming service, like, really went all in on their slate of Vertigo. Because that's one of the, the things American about Vampire. Vertigo. Oh, yeah, my like, God. Because yeah, yeah. that's one of the things, and get Scott Snyder involved, and that yeah. thing would just be a masterpiece. Right, right. Uh, the thing about... Um, about Vertigo that's always been interesting is yeah. that, you know, and why they kind of died is because DC retains the rights to the films and right. that kind of stuff. I don't know the, all the deals, but right. that's part a big reason why everybody went to Image because Image lets you own your own stuff. Sure. Um, but that being said, that means they have all that stuff. Well, and they, they have Transmet. They have all that kind of stuff, you know, and, and they have Swamp Thing and they have Fables. Right, and as we How talked... How sick would the Fables series be on right? here? It could blow up right. with, like, Big Bigby and, and, and Snow, and oh my god, it would be so good. Well, the show, that uh, should be launching No, this. no, those should be... But the show they announced, though, and I honestly don't really know anything about this character other than some stuff from JSA, but they're going to make a Stargirl TV show on this. Um, so, like, I, I really don't have anything to comment on that because I don't know anything about the character. Um, but, yeah, so that's a... So I, but yeah, trying to figure out the logistics of this new service is going to be. I mean, so that's going to be their. Well, there'll be a free title. trial, and right. so like I'm going to get that free trial. I'm going to watch Titans first episode. Yeah. I'm going to hear Dick Grayson say "fuck Batman" and go and start cheering, and then I'm going to cancel. <laughs> and that's it. I mean, seriously, like it 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 does make me want to watch it. Like I want yeah, to see how it bad is. it is. Yeah, no, that's fair. Um, so that's why um, take my seven ninety nine was the first thing I said. Right. Right. Um. Preferably not, though. Preferably yeah. take my, like, seven-day free trial money. Oh, wait. It's free. <laughs> um, but, you know... Well, I, they may drop the whole show at once so you can watch it in its entirety. That's what I'm yeah. thinking. I'm yeah. thinking it may yeah. be, like, a binge day one thing. But they're probably smarter than that. They're probably, like, that's what everybody's going to do. Because yeah. there's no content. Right. Like, nobody... That, that, what I've heard, you know, pundits and people complaining about is, like, Netflix has 10,000 shows and movies. Yeah. And they're 10 bucks or yeah. 12 bucks. Yeah. Yeah. DC's got... Like, if they're really lucky, they'll maybe be, like, 700 things to click on. Right. And then Not even that, a thousand. Like, all episodes, all movies, all combined. Well, like I maybe said... Maybe five, seven hundred? The people that are hardcore, like me, who are would definitely watch stuff like, you know... Well, it is high def, which a lot of your DVDs aren't. Yeah, I know. But, like, but still, it's like, I already own all that stuff. So, mm-hmm. I mean, and that's going to be a case for a lot of people, like, and, you know... But, right, right, and 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 you know you can high def Batman the animated series all you want, but it's right. really it's it was shot that way. It doesn't right. look any different. Right, not really. I, tech people out there are like, what are you talking about? Yeah, yeah, but yeah, I mean, no, they're no, like, no. I have the remaster. <laughs> um, but you know, it's it's just yeah. I, I. You don't think you're gonna have it? Uh, I'm not playing on it right now. I'd have to like wait. It's eight bucks. I mean, you're a huge DC fan. Like, don't you want to support it? No, I support DC a lot anyway. Oh no. Okay, that's a good that's, point. I well mean, said. Well said. You buy the books. That's the thing. On, on a monthly basis. The, that's true. Buy the books. I mean, I have. You can see how many DVDs and Blu-rays over there. All that. Good I see point. All the movies. So good point. I need like a valid. Re- I mean, I was thinking about it, but then once I saw the trailer, I'm just like, good gosh, like you know. 
What and was no. making you think about it? Titans when you thought it might be good? Was that what it was? Yeah, or? I was like, I was interested. Because I thought we had heard that it was a train wreck. I thought the buzz was Titans as a, a it, Well, it looked like it, but I, again, there wasn't enough for me to go on to have an opinion on it. Because, like, the, all we had was some images, and I liked the look of Robin, and I liked the kind of concept behind it. Jeff Johns was on board. But I think, well, the reason that this is going to be a real train wreck is Akiva Goldsman, I think that's how you say his name, is the head writer-producer. And he's the guy who wrote Batman and Robin, Batman Forever, uh, the 90s Lost in Space movie, The Dark Tower. So, like, that's, I mean, and you can see every bit of his kind of dialogue trademarks in this trailer. Mm. So that just turns me off. But, yeah, I mean, as it stands, I just, I don't know, there's not enough content on there to make me want to go out and buy it. Um, Why is he pissed at Batman? That they don't explain. Or is the idea just, like, F him, like, I'm here? pretty much is like that a, the concept and that's what i'm where it just doesn't look like there's any justification for anything going on there the other problem that i have with a lot of dc properties and here's and, and really this is just going to turn into a rant on gotham because that's what it really is <laughs> and that is like that show was like okay so we're gonna do the show that's like batman without batman right. okay that's great they doubled and tripled down on that when they were creating that universe so everything built around not having batman in it and then they realized as they went that everything good that they ever did when they were like, well, let's have a little bit of Batman t- villains and a yeah, little yeah, bit yeah. of lore. And all of a sudden people were like, that was the best episode. And they're like, fuck, <laughs> fuck. And so then, so then they start like adding more in and more in. But the problem is it's still disjointed because it'll never be 100% all in. It's yeah. toe dip. And, well, and, and they have thing. a universe built around not having Batman. It's just the dumbest idea. If that show had been... Um, Bruno Heller of Mentalist and Rome fame uh-huh. making his Batman show that would have been sick or even or even Gotham Central Gotham with Batman chilling on the periphery and he can that roll in amazing. and stuff right. that would have been an amazing yeah. show as it is it's just an anachronistic what's that typewriter doing there wacky show where it just makes no sense. People I say it gets that, better, though. I, well, I hear that, too. But I heard one thing, like, oh, I don't know if this happened or is happening, but they were talking about adapting the long Halloween on Gotham. I'm like, how do you adapt one of the best Batman stories ever told without Batman? Like, uh, that makes no sense. Why is Batman still not in it? I mean, like, and why are all of Batman's villains all grown up and he's, like, a kid right, still? Right, like, right, Why is that? Right. It's so, it's so dis- discombobulating, yeah. Dis- yeah. Join it and I, DC. I, I don't know. I, I don't get it. I don't get why. I don't. I don't know how they could botch things so bad. I don't know how you can have the cast that you have in Suicide Squad and mm-hmm. Justice League, and 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 make them so bad. I yeah. mean, I like Suicide Squad in a lot of ways, but like, yeah. I've never seen like a worse misuse. Yeah. Um. As as um my buddy. Um. Uh. Oh what my up? God. I'm messing. Up? Huh. Oh, oh, no. Um, no, um, my buddy, Kinnaman. Joel yeah, Kinnaman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I've never seen such a misuse of talent. Like, that yeah. dude is, like, a Swedish-born great actor. And, like, he's just like, oh, no. All right, we'll round these guys up. All right, you, you cross me, you're dead. Yeah. Got it? Yeah. All right, dude. Yeah. All right, man. I mean, we'll see All right, bro. That. I yeah. know. Yeah. He's so yeah. talented, though. <laughs> like, what are you doing? I mean, I know it's... Are you joking? Are you serious? Is no, no, good? I love Will Smith. Yeah. Uh, and he had, like, nothing to do. No, he was just like, yeah. yo, what's up? I'm yeah. a badass. Yeah, yeah. All right. I mean, everything he said sounded all right, because he's Will Smith. Yeah, I yeah. mean, you know. Yeah. Um, all right, cool. So, anyway, so, I think we've aired out the DC Street that's Service. A, yeah, that's... That's DC your live service. response from me. I mean... You know, all I can say is like, "fuck Titans," right? Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. Because um, they, they do they, with the voice. 
have Titans. Yeah, well, yeah, but he well, he's sort of like. And I mean, you have to tell people in the street while you're doing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Around, and, yeah. And then don't you love the uh, the throwing star R? Yeah, yeah. My favorite <laughs> thing that happened on that it was I think it was on IMDb. Um, they say like. Nightwing prepares like they called him Nightwing in the trailer, and so all these fanboys like ranted at it. It's like, check your facts, people. He's Robin in that trailer. They don't have another Nightwing show up. Like it was beyond entertaining. So that was day one of Comic Con. So they, yeah, that's I, a great idea. It could have been Nightwing. Make yeah. that show a dark. Yeah, and have Nightwing and have the and whole have Dick it evolve into Grayson. All these things. Yeah, I know. Oh, Those, man. There are many the missed great opportunities that I hear. There are great ideas. Are, it's, uh, I'm in pain. Yeah, but anyway, not really. Yeah. Life will go on. Okay, well, we got On next. a brighter night, note, though, we didn't watch the trailer, but like, because um, it's for season three, but Young Justice will be on there next year. So that I do really want to see because that's the, you know, the, the animated series. The, 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 do you know what Young Justice is? Yes. Um, so like, this was, so. It was like, canceled seasons, years ago. Canceled years ago, and then they put both seasons on Netflix, and um basically started campaign as happens right and so like if enough people watched it um they could they would renew it for season three they renewed it then the streaming service popped up they decided to put it on there so it'll come on um it's called young justice outsiders so it'll be it's a direct tie-in it's direct continuation of the story from the first two seasons and that'll be airing next year so that i mean i may buy it for a time just to see that because that i definitely want to see i mean that was oh yeah i mean one of the best i mean free trial yeah no, I mean that was one of the best shows they've done. I mean, uh, along with Batman the Animated Series and Justice League and all that, that that was you know what this should have been. So, so that's coming. So that's good. Good, nice. Um, okay, so that's all DC streaming service, and then we'll get to some DC Cinematic Universe trailers later on in, in our trailers section. Yes, but um, as far as more news, so Clone Wars is returning. Um, that was the big announcement Yay! they did with Star Wars. Um, kind of. I know. Yeah, no, 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 I'm not yeah. not into it. I just oh, Clone, Wars, yeah, yeah. Clone Wars is a weird thing where like I like I like Star Wars a lot, uh-huh. and, I, and 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 I I have the first season of Clone Wars on, yeah. on DVD, like because Jordan always raved about it, and yeah. a lot of people raved about how good it was, and how like once you get through some of those one and done episodes, right, it gets right. really lore heavy and really awesome. So I was like, all right, let me let me rock this out. Um, early on, it's a little slow going, yeah, but yeah, then yeah. it gets to a point where it's a really good show for me. Uh, it's never to the point where you gotta watch it. I no, not yeah, for yeah, me. Yeah. I would prefer like to me the perfect Star Wars experience is you know one of the first movies because they're just so fun, right? Or Last Jedi, yeah. Where it's where it's the same characters in that same really cool universe with twists and turns and, and excitement and adventure. Sure, like that's perfect for me. Little one-off adventures that are like a lot of animated violence, and I'm not anti-violence. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. I, I mean, a lot of that show early on, especially, oh yeah, it's just very, it was like... sabers and gunfights and battles mm-hmm. and smashing and explosions and oh no and you know once I mean, you get to the Darth Maul stuff yeah right? then, it, then it gets yeah, to be a great yeah, show yeah. so then that show ended and then it had like some little extra stuff on Netflix a very right. weird trajectory well and then, Rebels took over yeah then Rebels yeah, 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 well no yeah. I'm talking about like that last weird part that right, last weird right, season right. of Clone Wars then Rebels comes out and they were like alright again kind of like kind of like uh, Gotham they were like we're gonna make this like a different show it's mm. gonna be 
it's going to be like in that case lighter in tone that's not gothamy it's going to be lighter in tone it's basically firefly in the star wars universe yeah but but even like the the the, the visual style is very different it it's, is, yeah, it's a lighter yeah. tone it's yeah. i forget all the things they said but they really differentiated it from clone wars they were like this is a kids show yeah yeah this is a kids show and then later on, it, again, like, I guess the people that work on it are just like, we kind of kind of want to make Clone Wars still. So it started becoming, like, Darth Maul stuff. Right, they, well, they had Vader in Season 2, Darth Maul later, then Thrawn, Lamal, is it, yeah. Oh, which yeah. is just the ultimate, because people that know what's up know right. that Thrawn trilogy is probably the best of the... Yeah. Well, that's one of the best Well, and the universe. new one is pretty good, too. I'm reading the first novel, not, but yeah. Oh, awesome. The new, the the new, new Thrawn new. thing? Yeah. Oh, like, because yeah, they've like had a, to retcon or redo it. Well, it's sort of like, a, and yeah, he did the original trilogy, and then... But they still wanted to figure out a way to retcon and still keep him in the new Star Wars universe, so they hired Timothy Zahn to oh, write wow. a new trilogy. Um, so it's I mean, like they're kind of like oh, and, wow. and the second novel just came out. So yeah, wow, that's huge. Yeah. I don't know how I didn't hear that. Yeah, that's really cool. So yeah. so basically, it's a Thrawn that can work with the new. Pretty much. Yeah. Okay, I'm in. I'm sure it's so not like as in, good as the original okay, yeah. Thrawn, but in that one, from what I've heard about the current, the one that just came out, he meets Anakin and stuff, and so it's uh, like, right. uh, yeah, that's cool. cool. Yeah. Um. But anyway, so then there was Rebels, and then yeah. I guess Rebels ended. Yeah. Okay. Four seasons. Yeah. Okay, and now Clone Wars is coming back for like it's kind of like I'm thinking it'll be they didn't kind of like say. X-Files like yeah it maybe like a season either mini, se- mini season or like full season or whatever I mean the uproar of excitement you know when they announced it the panel was just you know overwhelming that everyone show was, gained real yeah, traction like everyone as it so, went yeah that show just became so I think it'll, favorite. it'll won't have any problem getting you know whether they put on Netflix well I guess they'll put on Disney XD or something like that mm. um for initially and then probably get it to Netflix eventually um but um uh, but yeah it's cool I mean so I think it'll be a nice way to kind of like and this way it'll not only be able to end you know, show the end of the Clone Wars but they could kind of give and cap off to Ahsoka's story and at least show where she's going and because there's been talk about her popping up in um episode nine which would be pretty cool because I mean she had I mean if like for several and that's what we'll get to um episode nine news in just a minute but it would be kind of a cool way to have her to bring her into the main saga because she has that caliber as character she's a great character she's popular enough to where they could do it and especially because of Carrie Fisher's death, like, to try to have, like, a strong female role in that. I mean, it would be pretty cool have her train Ray. I guess. I think that would, I think that would really distract. It'd be hard, but, It would like, really distract. It would be like, whoa, there's Ahsoka. Yeah. I don't know. It's just, I feel like those movies are very controlled. They're very keen yeah, on, yeah. like, we want this to be, like, very much in our control. I think you bring Ahsoka in and... You change things, but eh, it was, but sense. like I don't know, but I don't know. They haven't confirmed. That's all speculation, mm-hmm. but um, but That'd on that note, though, um, while we're on Star Wars news, so this was after Comic Con, but they officially announced the cast for mm-hmm. Episode Nine. Um, so all the you know everyone returning, um, and uh, Mark Hamill is gonna be back, so probably as a Force Ghost mm-hmm. in some way. Um, but the big news was okay. What are they gonna do with Carrie Fisher? Right. Because and we know, now know. So they're going to use unused footage from Force Awakens. Um, How that, on earth is that going to work? I'm not sure, but they were, I mean, you could have extra footage of her with the Resistance. They somehow managed to I don't that know, in. bud. It's going to be hard. I mean, this is kind of an, I mean, put yourself in Abram's shoes in an obligate film. It's <laughs> an impossible situation to work with because it's like, they're, the options you have are all pretty crappy. There's, you no, have, well, there's necromancy. Right. 
you could bring her back from the dead. Mm, no, like, no, 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 no. Like, way, oh. like actually in real life. You could like enchant like oh you could, you were not. It took like three times for you to get what I was saying. Probably because it was <laughs> I so you off color and taste. I thought you were talking like a okay. Tarkin. Oh, what they did with Tarkin in Rogue One, but like okay. a, but that I mean the but no really, no no that would be a CGI mask. That would be awful. They could hire another actress to play. Her that I think way. that's kind of what you you would have to do if you want to do it right. It How not, are you going to do it? Yeah. How are they going to take this footage and retcon it in? I mean, J.J. Abrams is a fucking genius. Yeah. So I don't think there's going to be any problems. Yeah. They'll make it work. Yeah. I just can't fathom what it was. The only thing I can figure is that there was a lot of content that was shot for seven, like that yeah, we don't which, know about right. because they were he was thinking about ten different ways he could do stuff. Sure, sure. So and I'm that's hoping that's what it is that he has a lot of footage to work with, but if if it's just something and when we're watching it we're like oh look that really was probably said about something in seven but yeah now she's saying it about something yeah i don't know or maybe they'll use some of those tricks and they'll just like take her i i don't know i mean because they all like they had that they could have done the crawl and said that she died in between movies but that would have just been horrible i don't know like i think an ungraceful way to write her off i don't know so it's, I mean, it's a tough situation to be in, so time will only tell, um, but Billy D. Williams is going to be back as Lando, cool. which will be awesome, so hopefully he fills some of that void. There's too. another, there's some new actors. Um, that, yeah, I didn't, no big name. There was names, one so. big name. There was one big what name. Um, I'm trying to remember who it was, but anyway, talk, okay, well, talk you're looking that up. Um, but yeah, so it'll be interesting. Um, I mean, it's JJ, so he'll have a plan and figure out something, but I, I mean, I, we, they, that's something that they've been talking about since, you know, her untimely death in late 2016. Oh, so so it sucked. But, like, and this was supposed to be her most centric movie and perfect send-off. But, um, but yeah, so it, you know, it, there were really no good options. They could, so I think this is the one that they... Well, Rose is back. That's cool. Rose is back. So um, that is great news that she's going to be, like, you know, haters, haters be damned. Yeah, really. Um, that tragedy that happened. Oh, gosh, that was, um, yeah. I thought Mark Hamill's response to it was the best. He posted a picture of her. It was like, hey, what's not to love? Get a life, nerds. Like, I was like, shut it's, down all the trolls. Good I mean, me. yeah, if anybody could do it, yeah. um, it's it's him. But, man, I... Oh, it was just... I mean, like, you don't have to like the character, but, that I mean, just the things that were... I mean, that planet is wild. stupid, but, like, I don't get how, like, how ignorant you can be to start attacking a human being oh, in just... real life about fiction decisions that she didn't even make. Right. Like, let's say you hate her, her character. Yeah. You think it's despicable and stupid. So okay. what? She didn't make that decision. Right. She came to work and did her job. Yeah. So. But, uh, here, yeah. Carrie Russell. Yeah, that's right. I forgot about that. Carrie that Russell. That got announced about a month ago. So, so, so oh, okay, that's yeah, why. Yeah. Okay, so Naomi Aki, Richard E. Grant, Carrie Russell, who'll be joined by Hamill, Anthony Daniels, and Billy D. Williams, who yep. reprised his role as Lando Calrissian. Yeah. Um, we were never going to recast or use a CG character. With support and blessing from her daughter, Billy, we have found a way to honor Carrie's legacy and role as Leia in Episode Nine by using unseen footage we shot together in Episode Seven. All right. We'll see. We will. I mean, it. You know, it. Uh, I mean, I. I hope they got some great stuff of her. Yeah. I'm glad that every bit of footage of Carrie, because she's brilliant, that's is going to be unearthed. Right. That's good. It's not going to be, you know, CG Tarkin. Good gosh, that was. CG Tarkin was a disaster. It was yeah. just another nail in the coffin yeah. that was that movie. Yeah. Um, all right. At least what they've learned from that. I, I'm yeah. pumped though. I mean, yeah, they're yeah. filming it now. That's also cool. Whenever I hear that, like they're starting to film stuff. Like I was watching. Um, and we'll talk more Mission Impossible later. But uh-huh. I was watching um, Jimmy Fallon, 
and uh, he was interviewing Tom Cruise. Yeah, 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 yeah. And he showed this tweet Tom sent out. Said, "I feel the need," and uh, "I feel the need for speed." Right, right. It's Top Gun. Yeah. And Top Gun Two just started filming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, I yeah, just, yeah. Cool. I think that's so cool. And yeah. I love when they tell you our movie just started filming. Or like, I'll give you another great example. When we saw the cast of Episode Seven all sitting around that room reading their scripts yeah, yeah, in the yeah. read through. You know what I'm talking about in Star Wars? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It was. Oh, yeah. oh, it was electric. I mean, that was the beginning of this new era for us. But yeah. seeing that photo was like, oh my god, that's so cool. It's... And so you feel as a fan, yep. like you're experiencing the the production of it because like to know that each day John Boyega is going out there stepping onto the sound stage yeah. and like giving his lines right now yeah you know it's just yeah it's it's very it's very interesting to experience it really is so so that's episode nine news um let's see other just quick star wars stuff they announced new books and comics for the next year and coming years um novel wise there's gonna be a qui-gon novel so that's i mean like uh which i mean i based on the original extended universe like you know people are like uh, it's funny like qui-gon you're like, um, oh man, he's awesome, he's awesome. And then you ask, so tell me about him. And you're like, well, uh, he's a <laughs> Jedi Master. Um, he trained Obi Wan. Um, he disagreed with the Council when they didn't want to train Anakin. You know, there's very little known about him, but um, but I kind of like ones like that where you know that you get to explore some of those characters. Um, so that'll be next year. Uh, they also announced um, this new like. So this is a very Marvel and Disney comics Star Wars kind right. of thing to do, but this is going to be like a mega event. I don't know if it's start. They haven't said if it's starting next year, um, but it's going to be. So they're going to do. It's like twenty four issues, I think total, and it'll be um, broken into three parts. The first wave will be set right before Phantom Menace. The next one right before um, New Hope, and then the next one uh, in between Return of the Jedi and Force Awakens. So it's like Age of um, Republic, Age of Rebellion, Age of Resistance. Um, I know the writers on it are Jody Hauser. Let's see, Tom Taylor's doing the last one. I forget who's in the middle. Um, But basically how it's structured is going to be like sort of one-shots in that time period. um, Flushing out the universe. Flushing out the universe and alternating between heroes and villains. So, like, we may have, like, you know, an Obi-Wan issue and the Obi-Wan issue and then a Darth Maul one. So, I mean, like... Nice. It sounds cool. I mean, like, I mean, they've they've still been cranking out a lot of Star Wars Marvel's doing a great job with Star Wars so far. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think their height is still the Karen Gillan Darth Vader run. Um, but they've done some really good stories aside from that, so I'll definitely check that out when it. I it thought Podamron was your favorite. Yeah, Podamron's not as fun. Just it's fun enough. It's just not that like it's, it's not exactly groundbreaking, right? but he's a cool character though. So I'll, I like reading more stories by him. Um, okay, so we got that. Let's see what is next. Um, just a brief one. This also came after Comic Con, but um, Saga is actually going on. Um, a year long hiatus. Um, oh my because, god! Because like, um, and people they said they had an announcement coming up, and people were freaking out that it was going to get canceled, um, or that it was ending. And like, thankfully, it's not. But like, um, but I, I this is a decision I fully support because that team they've delivered every issue together. They've done they so after issue fifty four, they're going to take a break, um, and then come back next Why? year. Why? But well, because they've been doing it for like since twenty twelve. Oh, okay. That's like, I mean that's an intense, but yeah. to have the same creative team for that long, especially Fiano Staples. I mean, yeah, yeah, it's one thing to write it. Masterful yeah. of fifty-four issues, like back to back. So they're they're literally just going to have like a, a hard stop and then pick it up. Yeah. So yeah. it is not definitely not gonna continue. No. Okay. Yeah. yeah. 
So, right. I, I mean, hey, I like, I mean, with a book that that's of that level of quality, I'd rather, it definitely, in case of oh, yeah, yeah. quality or quantity. Yeah. If they're starting to get burned out, like, it's got to, you, them you out don't break. let them burn it out, right. Right? right? I mean, just think about how long people waited for the last issue of Planetary or Watchmen stuff or all kinds of different things. Right, right. There's all kinds of stuff people will just wait forever for, like, the final issue to drop. And, right. like, you know, anyway. Right. Very cool. So, that happened. Um, I know what I meant, then, not Watchmen. Um, um, what do you call it? Uh, uh, Sandman. Yeah, All yeah, those yeah, Sandman yeah, yeah, issues yeah, yeah. forever oh, yeah, 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 to come yeah, yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and also, like, uh, um, uh, event series take yeah. forever, you know. And it's, I mean, hey, when you have that level of art that is, you know, just exhausting to do, but is so wonderful, you mm-hmm. know, just, hey, you'd yeah. love to creative team have a break, so. Yeah, man. Um, but yeah. Um, and then this one, we're not really going to get too much into in commentary because we are not a political podcast or anything like that, but, and it's a controversial story, but it is news. Um, so James Gunn was fired from Guardians 3. And, and I think it's fair it, to say it's just disappointing all around. It is. It is. Um, and so, but of course that happened, it, you know. It was a big story. Twitter. Yeah. You can see on Twitter. Um, Everybody's got different opinions. Different and... opinions. Um. If anything, the names being dropped to at least from fans who want to him to replace him, at least for Guardians Three, um, Taiki Watiti, well, that would be a good choice because oh yeah, um, Thor Three is I mean it has a lot of Guardian similarities, and then Karen Gillan because she's a filmmaker herself, the one who plays the Nebula, right? Yeah, yeah. Right. So interesting. So cool. all right, but yeah, well, um, no matter what, there'll be an episode three, and we'll see how it well, yeah, exactly. So, um, and then the last one uh, you're not gonna be happy about, but like. This came after Comic-Con also. This is on Friday. Oh, no. Disney officially acquired Fox. So the whole... Like, that, oh, which we talked I thought about. you were going to talk about Gerard Way. Um, oh, yeah. well, yeah. that's happening, too. But, like, okay. Umbrella Academy is happening. And he's also releasing another volume of Umbrella Academy. Oh, well, that's so, whatever. Yeah. Fuck him. <laughs> um, so, um, but, yeah. Disney officially acquired Fox. It's done. Yeah. So the only thing they left... Uh, they don't own, like, the sports thing, and they don't own Fox News. Um, but like all these properties that we were talking about a few months ago when this was in talks. So, I mean, on the bright side, we have Fantastic Four will be coming to the MCU almost definitely. And they'll stop, um, they'll stop treating it like the redheaded stepchild of the comics world yeah, pretty because much. they're not pissed anymore. Exactly. Exactly. So that's good. But yeah, it's, it's just, there's nothing good about any of this. Let's Disney, face it. Google, and Amazon now own the world and they're going to end. So yeah, that's the future. But yeah. I'm just going to have to just sigh. Yeah, I know. So and hope that you know my hope. I'm gonna I'm gonna give a positive spin because this is the joy of geek. Yeah. Um. My hope is that even though there are big umbrellas over top umbrellas, right? There's big <laughs> umbrellas over top all these different little entities that we love. I just hope that people's creators' passion for yeah. stuff will continue to be the driving force as opposed to straight commercialism. And I will say this: the one thing that gives me hope whenever I worry about like everything being bought and sold and you know shareholders and how that runs everything right, right. is that in video games is a great example you cannot just say i'm going to make a video game from a commercial perspective only uh-huh. and just make millions of dollars it doesn't work yeah. you can't make a movie franchise and say we're just going to put ingredients in a pot that we know make millions of dollars it's not possible the only way to do it is with genuinely creative brilliant talented people yeah. and they know that so business commerce melds with creativity because if the creativity is not there the stuff just will not work yeah now 
granted, the worst scenario in the end could be that just everything just sucks, but that's what we get, and then we just have to get used to a mediocrity. But I don't think that's going to happen. I think that they'll continue to try to challenge each other. At least there's three, right? I mean, yeah. we'll, we'll see how it all plays out. But I will say the one thing that gives me hope when I hear about how much money and, and drama and, and, and corporation nonsense is going on is that without creativity, none of it makes any money. Right. And so it kind of fix, takes care of itself. So Yeah, and that's the thing. It's a, I mean, it does make me concerned about how much creative control you know, writers, directors are going to have in the future. And, like, and well, and just the lack of competition. This sort of bring, you know, so I mean, not a good so idea, but... It's, it is what it is, but yeah. So another thing Disney owns, but uh, but you know, right. it is what it is. Right. So those are all the big news stories I had. Um, it, this it, I don't know. This year was interesting for Comic Con. It wasn't like the biggest. There were a, a couple ones that were big, but like it wasn't the dominated by news. And even the trailers, like there were it moved the movie trailers dominated. There TV wise though there wasn't uh, well I mean I guess because TV upfronts happens before so all the network shows get announced before that um, but like as far as like um, the only like new comic book shows are announced Star Girl was up there most of them were just turning so they were you know teases for in, on upcoming seasons um, which a lot of them I'm behind on so that's why I didn't really watch any mm-hmm. um, but like. And then the Iron Fist trailer, that's... I thought that was coming next year. I did not know that was this year. Um, but they dropped that little teaser. I don't know. It looks a little more action-heavy than yeah. <laughs> season one, which isn't hard to do because season one is the most of the action takes place in the boardroom and, you know. Yeah. Uh, um, but that's happening. But there wasn't a ton of um, TV news or content to come out of this year, which is interesting. But... Um, but the movies, on the other hand, really dominated. So yeah, lots um, of movies. I'm ready about. to talk to some, about some movie trailers here. So All right, let's um, do it. Okay, cool. So let's start off with well, we'll while we're on DC news, um, let's go ahead and do uh, we'll do Aquaman first because the other one I'm even more excited about. Um, okay. So so I think Aquaman. so Aquaman. Um, I I just saw the trailer recently. Um, it looks cool. Yeah. Um, I I'll tell you what I don't like about Aquaman and the Aquaman universe as DC's creating it. It's the the down to earth gritty that's the we- stuff. Yeah. When I see Aquaman riding in a pickup truck, I get bummed out, and I'm well, sorry, and when, but I just do. And when Jason Momoa turns around on the submarine, permission to come aboard. <laughs> I mean, I don't, and that's whatever. It's uh, little one liners like that. Is okay, whatever. yeah, but, but my but, see, but see, that's my fear though. That if like because he's like that throughout Justice League. If every scene is gonna have a pun like that, I'm gonna be nah, no so, right. Yeah, it, yeah, it needs to be less that. heavy handed. I mean, that joke kind of landed for me more than maybe it sounds like it did for you. I'm, yeah. I'm okay with it. It was um, fine. I'm, just, I'm laughing yeah. about it because I've seen so many memes from it. So yeah, yeah which I haven't, yeah, yeah, so they yeah. didn't ruin it for me. Yeah. But um, I just don't like his whole, like, I'm just a guy drinking, a, yeah. drinking some beer and hanging at the bar and yeah. littering my can right, in the right. first movie. Are you yeah. kidding me? Yeah. And then, like, and then like you know, but and then somebody comes over, you have a destiny. And he's just like, you're right, I do have a destiny, but... F it, because I'm just uh, just this like you said, Aqua Bro. Well, it's and like a. I don't like that part of the movie. Sure, sure. But when I see him coming into his own and these underwater battles and 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 the water washing over everything and 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 the aquarium and all that cool stuff sure. that I love, I just don't like that gritty shit. I agree. I mean, the, for me, it's like the movie looks really cool. I, I think uh, James Wan's directing. That's really awesome. He's talented. Um, and so. I, and I, I mean, as someone who's like, I've had ideas for underwater fantasies before, and I'm trying to write some of those, 
it's like there really isn't a lot of underwater fantasy mm. movies out there. I and mean, it's a great I mean, idea. Like, I and it's underwater. a fantastic idea because it's like it's a, just the possibilities you can do with that world and that scope. Um, it's just that you can't have. Uh, and, I, and I think their fear is that some of that, the like way out there fantasy and like um, just politics within Aquaman's world isn't going to be as appealing to other people. For me, that's all I want to see. So, like, I think that's why they changed the character of Arthur Curry some to make him a little more grounded and, like, relatable. So I get that to an extent, but it's the same thing with, like, doing characters like Thor. Uh, and uh, it's why Thor is a hard character to adapt into him. And, mm-hmm. of course, everyone loves Chris He's hard to write, like, also. He's very hard to write, but, like, because... If you look at the comics and you look at the movies, the comics have a very dense mythology to them that's fascinating to, you know, nerds like us, but that doesn't really translate as well to mm-hmm. a summer blockbuster. And so that's why, I mean, you see in the first two movies, they tried to kind of capture some of those mythos, but it's pretty watered down, you know, and like, and they have a hard time kind of juxtaposing the mythological elements with the more grounded yeah. stuff and also playing out a kind of Shakespearean tale. So, and then you looked at Thor 3, which is the best one, but it's a, just a buddy cop movie in space. You know? What is the concept of Arthur Curry in this movie when he says, um, they did this to me? Like, how did he get his powers again? Do you know? I don't know the full origin. I read some Aquaman stuff from, like, Justice League stories. And yeah. I read Throne of the Lands, but that's all. I, 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 should, I do not know... His origin, but I know yeah. he comes from. I mean, um, yeah, like he was born. I think it. Comes, right. I think it was birth. Yeah, yeah. I think he was born with these powers. But what is this? They did this to me. Like, what does that mean? I, I don't know. Anyway, I I saw that and I was like, oh, are they changing things? Like, I don't know. They very well might. Like he was affected by thing. some radiation in the water or some shit. That's possible. When that shark comes after him, I don't know. It's interesting. I mean, I I'm into it. I like the aesthetic. I like the underwater, sure. undersea stuff. Um, again, though, that gritty truck shit. Well, yeah, that's Trucking the thing. Trucking in my like, truck. Yeah. And it's like, you know, they're trying to make it more human and all that stuff. But, I guess. Um, I will say this, though. One thing DC does not do much in their... I mean, really, they haven't done it all in the cinematic universe is, like, try to keep the comic book characters as close to the comics as they do. Yeah. So they did show Black Mana in this trailer, and he looks exactly like he does in the comics. So that I was not expecting at all because... Um, I mean, you look at Suicide Squad, you look at Justice League, they take, you know, the comic book character and then change them up dramatically. And I mean, except for like Batman and Wonder Woman and stuff like that. I mean, Aquaman's very different. Um, you know, all the Suicide Squad cast, like, I mean, they do things to make them not at all resemble how, what they look like in the comic books. So that was interesting to see one that was actually very faithful. Um, so I think it'll be really fun. I mean, it's a it'll be good like Christmas time blockbuster. He said um, Jason Momoa described it in November of last year as yeah. quote an origin battle and big road trip. Yeah, see the road trip thing. I, I, know. I know. I know. But. I know. You mean truck trip? <laughs> and your pickup. Um, Zack Snyder brought me in. Know. Momoa said. Yeah. He definitely wanted this outlaw Josie Wales. He wanted someone that wasn't accepted in Atlantis, wasn't accepted on land. So basically. This is Zack Snyder origin. Struggle between worlds. Yeah. He really was an outsider and lived on the fringe of society. We talked about him just being raised with his father, this blue collar worker. His father was a lighthouse keeper, but I probably worked on but I probably worked on oil rigs. I'd be underwater and I could just rip the rig off and just wheel weld. Um, the Aquaman scene in Justice League is really just a weekend in his life, according to Momo, as the true evolution of the character is to be seen. Um, anyway, I just don't 
I just because I'd, I'd be more interested in him being raised like uh, kind of like Black Panther, him being raised in that world and then coming to ours and like, yeah, uh, yeah, that and would... him being like it, it being a clash of con- right, cultures, right. Yeah. um, like an under the sea, um, Little Mermaid vibe, but right, like, right, but like brought writ large, right. That could be really cool. It's it's unfortunate that they have to like go with this whole DC universe the way it is. Just make it new. Yeah, he is. So, but on the plus side. Boy, is Momoa a good Aquaman. Very oh, different great. Aquaman. Yeah. Different, so if you yeah, think I mean, about I mean, we've had two movies get used to him. But, sure, sure. But, you know, if you look at the books, the New 52 Aquaman, which is a great right. example, I mean, he's this blonde dude. Right, right. I mean, he's like a like a Mr., you know, charmer. Right, right. Um, Momoa is certainly, not, I'm sure he's charming in his own. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but I mean, he's, he's badass. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah. a huge yeah. badass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, it looks so good. I, it looks cool. I'm how, into it. What are your however, favorite part? Okay, go ahead. Oh, no, my favorite part? I want to hear your however. Oh, I was gonna say. My, however, is that the other DCU one is gonna be is way more exciting for me. But, okay. Anyway, um, what was your um, favorite part? Favorite of the, part of the trailer. Um, Orm looks really cool. So like he's the guy who played Night Owl in uh in the Snyder Watchmen. Mm. Um, and I liked some of the like the CG was a little bit clunky for me. Not like too much so, but there's uh, just but a some, lot of it. There's a lot there's of underwater it, so. things. It's like that whole thing yeah, about the alligators yeah. swimming and yeah. There's a lot of CG, and it's on a lot to take it in a trailer. Like, I, when you see it at play out in the movie, you can have it more, have them more digested, and mm-hmm. I'm sure it'll be more nuanced then. Um, but I'm so, really excited. I mean, what's so, directing it? What's and, so know. cool to me about any underwater fantasy adventure is looking at like the throne room and the world under yes. there, and the way it's all built, yes. and the cool like everything that we have up up on land. Mm-hmm. They have the water version of it. Oh yeah, no, that, that stuff is cool. Like an underwater base is that's what's cool to me. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, I just hope there's a lot of that stuff. Sure. So I think there will be, but yeah, the road trip stuff less interested in. But you know, watch okay. out! There's a wave coming. Better ride my F one fifty. All right. Um, so that's Aquaman. But Shazam, yeah. heck yeah! Yeah, oh Shazam looks sick. Yeah. Um, I will. I will again say that um, I like. I feel like the kids stuff when they're just kids, right, right, right. comes off a little awkward. Um, as much as I like the quote where he and I love it and I can relate to it because of friends that I have, where he's just like, "Oh, you look at me and you're like, why so dark?" dark and you're blah, a disabled blah, blah, blah. foster kid. I, I just <laughs> I love the writing. I don't think that kid pulls that line off as well as he could. You know who that is though? He played Eddie in it. Oh, oh yeah, one of the kids in it. Oh, that's too bad because oh. well, anyway, maybe I just didn't need it in context. Yeah, yeah for yeah, whatever reason, right. it just it rubbed me. I wrong. think they had to put that one liner in there, but yeah, you don't know the full scene. Yeah, yeah, I think I'd have to see it in context. It just feels like he's trying like to say he's, he's just trying to say a lot of words like really quickly. It just it just rubbed my ears. You know that sure, thing that sure. happens where it's like, wait, that sounds off. Like sure, he's trying sure. to read a script real fast. Right, right. That's right. what I got from that. Um, what blows me away the most about that is how good Zach Levi is at playing a fourteen-year-old. Really yeah, like he's pitch perfect. I think the the casting is perfect. Is like, and I've seen. Have you watched Chuck? I've seen some episodes. A little but bit. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah I'm not a huge mean, fan. Or I, I liked it, but it, like not enough to like religiously watch it. But yeah. Um, but I love you know him and that, and he brings that kind of comedic flair that's perfect for here as well. Yeah. So I'm really excited about that. And He just really the, looks good in that role. He right. looks like Shazam. Right. He looks like a superhero, which I'm impressed because I didn't expect him to really look like one, you know? What's really interesting, and Cliff brought this up on Internet Picnic, um, which is a podcast you also listen to out there, mm-hmm. um, but he said, so he and I are both big fans of Mark Millar's Superior mm-hmm. comic, yeah. and that book was very much in, sort of Millar's take on Shazam because um, it's about also a 
kid who's granted superpower, the wish to become his favorite superhero. Um, and this movie feels even more like that book than it does, like, because I read some Shazam, like, um, through, like, Jeff Johns did, like, a mini-series on it during New 52 when he was writing Justice League, um, where they showed up as, like, the, you know, like, in some comics you have, like, um, backstories at the very end that are, like, mm-hmm. you know, five pages or whatever. He did it, like, a Shazam book through that, so... They, and kind of like and the question it, in the back of Batman. Yeah, 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 and then, like, on the 12th, for, by the time it was time for the 12th chapter, that was a full issue, so that was, like, Justice League 13 cool. or whatever. Um, and so, and that was the last time that I know of that it's been in the comics, other than, you know, him showing up in other books. Um, but he's a cool character. I mean, like, it's like, I mean, the concept is like big meets Superman, you know? I mean, Mm -hmm. uh, and so, um, I'm really excited about it. It looks fun. Oh, it looks just tons of fun. And what's interesting is, um, the director is the guy, did you see Lights Out a few years ago? No. Okay. So I saw that and that, that movie's really good. Um, it's the director of that. And, um, yes. And what's interesting, because I think James Wan produced that, I want to say. So I guess, like, yeah, I, I thought don't know. I heard something about Wan in that. Yeah. So, like, I think Wan may have brought him on to do this, so that's pretty cool. Hmm. Um, but I really enjoyed, like, Todd. I mean, obviously, very different. But um, but this just looks like a good, straightforward, really fun superhero movie that's funny, engaging, has a cool concept. And, yeah, I love the casting in it. So I just I can't know. believe how good Zachary Levi looks. Yeah, he really Other kid looks good, too, in the other scenes. Sure. Um... I don't know what they're going to do. Is Black Adam's in it or is he not anymore? Well, that's been the weird thing because, like, because uh, at one point he was going to be the main villain and then, um, and then you know, when they got The Rock to play him, they were like, well, let's make a Black Adam trilogy out of it like, because they wanted The Rock to uh, be the vehicle for a DC franchise. And, like, I get that, but that's... Not like, Black really Adam dumb. movie. No, no, no. We don't need that. Trilogy? So, really? They were talking oh about that God, one Oh my God, so ludicrous. But the thing is, DC, like, announces movies, like, it's just like, mm-hmm. hey, uh, we're going to make that. We're going to make Birds of Prey. We're going to make Harley and Joker make this. So, like, they've announced, like, way more movies than they've actually, like, even planned to make. Planned to make, or, you know, but I think they just do that to say, hey, hey we're, we're still fun. We're still here. You know, like, I mean, it's just like that. Uh, it's like a company just desperate for attention kind of thing. Like, it's, you know, marketing thing they do. Um, but, so I don't know if he, like, is, um, I mean, I would love to see it. Dwayne Johnson would be a great Black Adam, um, and that would be really fun, especially him facing off against Zachary Levi, but I don't know if he's going to be in this one or not, so, um, but. I I just don't know what he's going to go up against. Is there enemies in this, I guess? Are we just watching, like, the fun beginning? Well, I mean, they've got to have a conflict or something. I mean, like, uh, maybe they'll do something with a wizard, I don't know, they'll do something, but. Or I mean, I mean, he may like he may be the villain, and maybe they're just saving it for now. They Who's the to... dude? Who's the dude who had the powers and gave them to him? The wizard, yeah. yeah. Like, um, I mean, he. I don't think he becomes a villain though. So, yeah, that's uh, the thing. Yeah, so. yeah, he's like a Gandalf type dude, but yeah. So. Nice Gandalf. Uh, yeah, yeah. All right, so, all right. So, so Shazam looks sick. I'm just ready. I want to see more though. I want to know like what's going to be. No, that's fair. Yeah. Well, I'm glad that they didn't give away everything at the same time because it's still. I mean, not a full year away, but it's it's not coming until 2019. So got it. Um, they wanted to give more Aquaman, so that's fair. Awesome. Fair enough. Um. Okay. What are we gonna? Okay. Glass. My most anticipated. Experience. Really? So, oh, I see. I can't believe you've never seen Unbreakable though, dude. Yeah. But you saw Split, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So I, I, would, I think you'll you would have more of a connection to this if you've seen Unbreakable, but like, because it's hard to kind of explain the context of this without seeing Unbreakable and like knowing just how cool, um, 
David Dunn is and how Mr. Cool is Mr. Glasses. And this is like going to be the, like uh, the trilogy ending that we've always wanted. So it's just... You were like, so wait, before you ever heard that there was going to be a split or a glass, you were like real pumped on Unbreakable? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Oh, I love Unbreakable. That was before his career fell apart, though, because he, I mean, that's the thing. He started off as like a modern Hitchcock, right. making Six Sense and Unbreakable back to back. And then he had a string of crap, and then he eventually came back a little with the visit, thought, and then Split was his big comeback. I thought the Village was his and was good yeah. or something. Oh no, the Village uh, it was. I never saw it, but I heard it was terrible. Mm. I mean, the worst he did was like, um, well, the Airbender. Last Airbender. That was yeah his biggest travesty. By what were some of the others? Um, Lady in the Water, like ones like that. Oh yeah 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 yeah, 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 yeah. But oh, Unbreakable is great though. It's like I mean, it's like a really cool exploration of the superhero genre very meta very self-commentary i mean samuel jackson like but i mean this one i don't know fully what it's going to be about but yeah um, like is it like is it that like one of them is a bad guy and one of them's good is well it? glass is the villain yeah okay. I mean, like, yeah yeah but um but as far as the whole scene in the psychiatric ward and all that yeah i don't know exactly how, how that's they gonna all, fit how, in yeah how they all wind up there for one um and to how that's gonna play out, but I don't need. To, I don't want a lot of it given away because that was the best thing about Split. Was I they, thought Signs got good reviews. It was decent-ish. Like I mean, and then that, there was the Village, and I guess that was the Village was kind of yeah. Lady yeah. in the Water, The Happening, The yeah. Last Airbender, yeah. After Earth was oh, after a Earth, bomb. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then he came back. He didn't have that many bombs. I well, really feel the like The like, Last I, Airbender was the real killer. It the really was, yeah. And uh, that's the thing about Shyamalan. Like I mean, I really don't think he's like the worst filmmaker out there because he's made some very decent movies and like and some good ones like this but like um but like it really what would save him because like this would have made i enjoyed split a lot but what would have made it better is if he had hired a screenwriter to like help him like because the story is fine but some of the dialogue in there is just painful and like and i mean that george lucas is the same problem too but like um if you would just hire someone who could write better dialogue for him they would be even better. Um, and and it's interesting because Hitchcock was always his idol, and Hitchcock never wrote his own movies. He always hired people. So I don't know why he never did that, but that whole auteur thing. Um, but regardless, Glass, I'm very excited about. I mean, they, and I think that's the best thing about Split is they advertise it as a self-contained movie. They never even hinted at it being having yeah, a connection. Yeah, and that was and the big surprise that everyone was pumped today. about. Oh, and yeah. I loved it, yeah. And I know you and Jordan dig it because you haven't seen Unbreakable, but like, so, and it's hard to do if you hadn't. Yeah. But no, I'm beyond so. So that's like, I mean, just, I just love the titles now of this trilogy. It's Unbreakable Split Glass. That just sounds so cool. So I'm very excited. Awesome. Well, that's, that's really neat. Yeah. I, I yeah. See Unbreakable. You'll understand. Okay. Like, that's yeah, exactly. Yeah. Until I do. Yep. I mean, it looks interesting. Yeah. I try not to, well, I'm hoping I don't overhype you for it because like, uh, you may not think it's like amazing, but it's a very good movie though. Okay. So, yeah. Cool. Yeah. All right. Uh, what else? Okay. We got Fantastic Beast 2, The Crimes of Grindelwald. <sighs> the I'm Crimes so, of not making the Harry Potter movie we all want, right? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> so much. Fantastic Beast is a decent movie. There's nothing yeah. wrong with it. I yeah, liked it okay, I, if you listen think, to our review. I think there's a lot wrong with it, but okay. Go ahead. I, I, I like it. Um, yeah. But at the same time, it's... I mean, I, I, I'm trying to remember back on how I exactly felt about it. I think I remember thinking, like, why why is Newt Scamander doing this shit? Like, right, he was right. supposed to hang out with his beast and shit. Right, right. Like, oh, I remember my big problem with it. It was like, 
it was like this whole movie is predicated on the fact that like oh he brought his suitcase and oh he left it unlocked oh no that was my thing it's like it didn't really? it turned that, into more yeah. but like man was that a really shitty MacGuffin like uh oh his suitcase so if new Scamander had never taken that trip there'd never be a movie and, and that's well, dumb that is a MacGuffin and then at the end they did the whole Deus Ex Machina with um what was it like so, some kind of creature yeah. showed up at the I end I don't hate and, that like, in the uh, rain and all that yeah, it, but it was just like for me the thing about that movie. It just, I mean, there were some cool characters and there were some funny bits and stuff. But and and it felt like it was part of the Harry Potter world. But it just was not an engaging narrative for me. And it was, I mean, the way they kind of crammed the plot of him and Ezra Miller's Dark Wizard thing mm-hmm. together made no sense at all. It was a really forced finale, and now we have... And really, the only purpose of that movie was to kind of introduce us to those characters and give us a tease of Grindelwald, who is... Or is it Grindelwald or Grindelwald? Grindelwald. Grindelwald, okay, yeah. Um, so they Grindelwald, teased one of those. Okay, yeah. I think, I think it's, it's Grindelwald, yeah, yeah. yeah. So they tease him at the end, and now this movie is going to be... You know, him on the rise. At least this one has a point. It has like, a point. And I'm into seeing Dumbledore. I'm into seeing... At least there was some Wizarding World Academy stuff. Right, right, right. I'm into seeing Newt's past. Sure. Um, I'm okay with all of that. I yeah. mean, honestly, I think it looks like it's going to be fun. I want... Like everybody wants, more Harry Potter. What weirds me out is why did they take a side book... Yeah. Called the Unbreakable, excuse me, called Fantastic Beats and Where to Find Them, which really all it was was like a little seventy-six yeah, pager yeah. with like pictures of little beasts that she right. invented and like a little words about them. And build an entire. Why did that have that? to be a whole? Yes. Yeah. Why not just make Harry Potter franchise part two? Yeah. Different kids, different villains, different shit. Yeah. It, it, why not? It could have been awesome. Yeah. And and instead, they have to go mining old stuff and, and, and yeah. suspend our disbelief in 10 or 15 different directions yeah. just to, like, make it make sense. And then, oh, what happens? People start picking it apart because you have this whole Harry Potter thing and there's a million rules that are set up. And all of a sudden, it's like, well, if American muggles are called this, then they wouldn't do that really, would they? And, and everybody's, like, making all these, like, contradictions and connections. Right. And J.K. Rowling is in a lose-lose situation of her own making. Yeah. And yeah. I just don't get why they did that. That. that said, this is what we got, and I would absolutely rather have Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them Part 2, The Crimes of Grindelwald, while it's long, before I would rather have not any movie about Harry Potter. So, no, I, yeah, yeah. You know? I mean, that's fair. I mean, there's some cool stuff in this, but yeah, I am going in cautiously, op- cautiously optimistic for those reasons and just for the fact that I wasn't really that entertained by the Well, first I will say Johnny Depp is all in. Like, I saw yeah. him in um, that horrendous train wreck. That was um, Murder on the Orient Express. Oh yeah, yeah, he's on and, that. Yeah, yeah, and and yeah, yeah. uh, he was like barely. I mean, he's barely in it, but also he's just like such a half-assed performance. And some of his performances lately, and we all know he's going through trouble and hard times. Uh-huh. I'm glad for his sake he's got a big blockbuster. I hope he gets his personal shit taken care of. But I love that he's all in. When you see him in this role, it's like you are playing this oh, role creepy, yeah. the way you played. Jack Sparrow in the first right, Pirates, right, like, right, or 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 Edward Scissorhands, right, or Bar- whatever. It's not a paycheck performance. For no, sure. definitely yeah, not. Yeah, I'm yeah. into that. I yeah. like that. So, and I really like Jude Law as Young Dumbledore. Oh so, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm into yeah. that too. So yeah, yeah. I'm I'm cool with all of it. Um, we'll see how it goes. Eddie Redmayne is is I'm taking it or leaving on him, but whatever. Um, I would. It's more. I would prefer a different director. Like David Yates has made five Harry Potter movies, not including this one, and to me, only two of them were good. So I like both parts of Deathly Hallows. 
I really can't stand Order of the Phoenix and Half-Blood Prince, even mm. though those are some of the best books in the series. Mm. I thought they were terrible movies. Um, and so Terrible? Yeah, they're pretty bad. I rewatched them recently. Oh, they're, wow. they're pretty bad. It's like, it, they're super watered down. I hate the lighting in them. I, wow. Yeah, the focus is all on the teenage romance stuff that is... That you, leads you to nothing anyway. That leads right. nothing away that you can... I mean, you don't need mindless explanation on. Um, they... Sounds watered pretty down, it watered down. It waters down all of the cool Voldemort backstory and Snape stuff and Dumbledore stuff that I'm more, way more interested right. in. As is everybody. Yes. Right. So I, I just, uh, I would love if uh, instead of him, um, Alfonso Cuarón came back because he made uh, arguably the best Harry Potter movie, Prisoner of Azkaban. That was still one of the best. Mm. Um, but yeah, I did a rewatch of the series recently, and that's like one through three. I still really enjoy four is a mixed bag. Five and six I hated. And then both parts of seven. I, I want to go back and watch it again because I just, yeah. it's such a joy. Yeah. It's such like pleasure on. Oh, it Earth. is. Yeah. No, I mean, like, I mean, and it's, I mean, my generation, like, you couldn't talk, uh, like, at school if you weren't reading it's a Harry Potter. It's yeah. joy. Yeah. yeah. Cool. So, all right. So, I have to read two. Um, the next one the J.J. Abrams produced World War II zombie movie Overlord. I can't tell if ACDC you... background music. Let's I do can't it. tell if you're pumped or not. I'm not. I I'll watch it. It's like it looks like guilty pleasure kind of thing. Like <laughs> I, I mean, like it was like uh, I saw one comment on Facebook that was like um, JJ Abrams. Hey son, what are you doing? Oh, playing Call of Duty. And it's the zombie mode thing. Ooh, interesting. Let, uh, let me call someone. Yeah. That's basically what it looks like. I mean, a movie version of Zombies, zombie Call yeah. of Duty. I I think that excuse me. This isn't what I think. This is what I feel. I don't like movies like that. I don't want That's to watch fair. a big splattery blood fest, whether it's campy or not. Uh-huh. Especially not set in World War Two, and especially not with—is it zombies or vampires? I couldn't zombies. tell. Zombies, yeah. especially not with zombies. But they look like the kind that are like, it, or at least what I gathered from the trailer, they didn't really show the zombies, but it looks like it's going to be kind of like World War Z type thing, where they're faster and all that. That's and all cool, that. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, but but. All it is is just, okay, there's zombies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's no plot. Yeah, I know. What plot could there ever be? I mean, okay, it's kind of interesting. The World War II setting is interesting. Nazi zombies concept is interesting, I guess. Right. Way overdone, but I guess. But I just I, I just can see myself watching two hours and five or six minutes. I can just tell us, like, what the runtime will be. Yeah, like, yeah. 15, 20 minutes too long, even for people that are loving it. Right. And I'll just be there, like, oh, this action scene is 30 minutes. <laughs> there's just, like, muskets and not muskets. That's that's old. There's, <laughs> M- there's MP44s going off yeah. and rain splattering and. And, 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 and oh no there's a Hitler analog and oh yeah. wait is that the reveal of like how they turned into <laughs> zombies or is it not and do I give a shit I, I mean I can just see that movie just being and then the other thing J.J. Abrams produces it doesn't even tell you who's directing it it's like it's like J.J. Abrams produces 10 things a year yeah. he's got like 3 TV series a Star Wars film he's directing and like 15 other things he's he producing he waves his magic wand and signs he, his name off I, it's all he does yeah, yeah, he's yeah. just like I think this has a chance of being successful I'll sign for it you yeah. want 50 grand you got it Right. it's like pathetic Yeah. yeah. And, and anyway I do that said but it, I they, do they have a going to sell if they put his name on exactly yeah. and I do have a bit of a um uh Pavlovian um Response when I see bad robot, you know, I'm just like my I start salivating just a little bit at that. No, I mean it has that effect. You think of everything they've done in the last year, but from um, Alias to Felicity, I mean anyway. Oh yeah, yeah, Super Eight, one of my favorite movies. But yeah. 
Oh, you know what? I just made the connection. Carrie Russell, Felicity J.J. Abrams. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There yeah, you yeah. go. There That's how go. they know yep. each other. Yep. yep. Cool. Um, but yeah, so it's got, I mean, it looks like a video game. It's going to be probably a guilty pleasure for me. Yeah. But, you know, yeah. I'd have to be like doing, really I'd have to be like playing a video game at the same time right, while right, it's in the right. background and be like, all right, there's a movie on. Right, right. No, that's fair. Um, the last one is uh, with probably the worst, most hilarious pun at any comic con I think that I can think of. But Godzilla, King of the Monsters. Oh God! So this has the uh, "Long Live the King" from the Great Charles Dance. Tyler Ty- 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 Lannister. Lannister. I think that this is the most pandering trailer. So let me tell you how I ended up watching this trailer. I was hanging out on YouTube looking at something far more interesting. And then this trailer pops on, and at first I was like, ooh, this sounds like some kind of dystopian teen movie. Because it's like that whole, like, we created something. What we unleash, we cannot un-unleash. This is a disease, and if left unchecked... And it's got that great voice from from her... um, Eleven. No. Who's the voice in it? I can't can't think of her name, but... You know, Eleven from Stranger Things is in it. That's all you need to know. Well, I was going to yeah, also yeah. say that. Um, but yeah, the girl from Up in the Air. What is her name? Um, man, we're bad with names today. Um, okay, well, we're looking up. My thing about this one, I just really hope it's not going to be one of those Godzilla movies where they build up to him the entire movie and then he's in it for like 10 seconds. That's what I'm up Because that was the Brian Cranston Godzilla movie. They've already done that. I don't need that. Vera it, Farmiga. That's right. And then yeah, also yeah. Chandler, Kyle Chandler. Kyle Chandler. I love He's him. Great. Yeah. And then also the uh, uh, Richard something from um, Silicon Valley is oh, in yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, who's also in those Verizon commercials? Yeah, yeah, that yeah. That dude. Yeah. Um, he's in it. There's a lot of good people in it. But um, basically. It has, it's the most pandering trailer. First of all, I was excited it was going to be dystopian. When I found out it was Godzilla, I was really bummed. Right. But also, it's like... The, Godzilla, the ver- of the monsters. Oh, God. The, the very beginning of the of the trailer is Eleven's face. Like, yeah. like oh, what's that over there? And it's just like, that is the most pandering piece of shit thing. It's like, oh, wow. She is, they know that Stranger Things is like 26 million people have seen it. It's a huge so smash. So let's put her in the first shot. So let's put her in the first shot. Yeah. She totally shouldn't be in that first shot. Yeah. And then, like, she's throughout the film. They're showing her reaction shots. <gasps> what? Oh, no. What's over there? The whole time. I wish you guys in podcast land could see my face. <laughs> it's just, like, her reacting. Like, every oh, time yeah. something happens, it's her reaction shot. And it's just like, okay, I know Eleven is in your movie, dude. Like, we know that she's in your yeah. movie. Um, and then and then also that terrible line uh, from Kyle Chandler where he's just like, you're out of your mind or yeah, something yeah, like yeah. that. Or you have no idea what you've just done. Oh, I yeah. think that was it. Yeah. And it's... and then Vera Marmiga's like, you don't understand. We need to fight fire with fire. And, and then, then Tywin comes out. Off. Long live the king. Which is it was, it was so bad. pandering. Yeah. If there ever was pandering, like, pandering had, like, like got together with pandering the female version of pandering they had a they baby had a kid, this would be it that would be it yeah, yeah. it's like pandering junior the the next chapter yep. i mean it is so bad yeah that was really unnecessary but anyway but hey, it I mean, is it, so no, yeah, I bad i i just can't believe that they have a guy from game of thrones a thing all about kings come out and say long live the king in a completely different context it throws me completely out of the trailer yeah. he even looks like he's dressed as time and lannister in that shot i mean it is oh yeah it no, may not I, even be a terrible movie but that trailer is oof it's like in superhero movie trailers when they like uh emphasize before they get their powers what their power is going to be as hard as you can go like you know like like when barry's you know in the first episode of flash like uh 
hey Barry, stop going in a hurry somewhere. Yeah, uh, you know, like I mean things like that. Like, don't it's say just that. Like, Stop, that please. is a terrible line. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. I, I know you... my favorite though was in the not the Josh Trank Fantastic Four, but the um the one with Chris Evans and all them. Um the um like the nurse is checking him out and she's like, Oh, you're hot and he says, Well, thank you, so are you. you know, like, I was once at a yeah, theme park and say a little side story. Maybe you've heard this. Um so. I was it was me and a friend of mine, his sister who was really cute, had a little bit of a crush on, and her boyfriend at the time, who was this surfer guy, yeah, who had like no game, but, like, he did because he was, like, a surfer guy. And, yeah, like, yeah. girls dug him. So we went to this theme park. I think it was, like, Tampa Bay Bush Gardens. And there was this ride. It was called, like, Twin Dragons. And there was one Ice Dragon track and one uh-huh. Fire Dragon track. And so you know where this is going. Yeah. And so, like, we get to the station where you choose if you're going to go on the blue or the red one. And she's like, hey, um, you know, uh, uh, Jason. Oh, what do you? Th- yeah, which sucks. one? Which one do you think we should go on? And he's like, I think we should go on the fire one because you're hot. Oh, and she was into it, man. I I, I couldn't even. But if one it. of us said that, we'd be slapped. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. It was just he was yeah. just like, uh, 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 uh. yeah. <laughs> yeah, he was. He was oh, I'm certainly blazed at the time. Maybe it was Jason Momoa. Uh, yeah, that was the younger Jason Momoa. Yeah, he's going to be, and now he's Aqua Bro. But yeah, so Godzilla, King of the Monsters. I don't, I don't have much else to say on that. But yeah, uh, it would, needless to say, it was the last trailer I watched after I went through all the ones I was excited about, and then I begrudgingly watched that. Yeah. And, yeah. But that's my biggest. I mean, they should because they only show. I mean, it's Godzilla movie, but what we get all those characters, and then we get him in the last millisecond of the trailer. That's my fear for the movie is it's going to be all this like dystopian like what are we going to do what are we oh my gosh where are we oh oh, oh you're out of your mind oh like, <laughs> long live the king like and it's going to be that and then at the very end Godzilla shows and then he goes Roar! and he's like and all the monsters are attacking the whole that's right okay all the monsters are attacking the whole movie they're at war the humans are trying to survive blah 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 dystopia the very end Godzilla comes in but he's the savior and that's the movie because he's king of the monsters yes. dude because yeah. he's not fuck around yeah alright so anyway yeah. that movie looks ridiculous yeah you may see it though right I probably will just for uh cause, but like I more to like make fun of in the cause what Pacific part of Rim, that movie is going to be entertaining like seriously like the part where you're in the movie theater and you're going to be like sitting there like I'm having a good time right now like what part of it will be on know. when you say that or feel that when I get to make fun of it afterwards really that's yeah. it I don't know yeah I don't know you know there's got to be some fun there might it. be some, is I it watching the, the the monster fights like I'm trying to understand uh, maybe for they, people they that can enjoy good. movies like that. Like, what is the part they might enjoyable? be? Yeah, I mean, like watching the Pacific, fighting. If it's Pacific Rim level, then yeah, because we didn't really get to see any of the fighting here. So, have you seen two yet? Oh yeah, I love it. Yeah, first one's a little better, but they're both really good. How is it when they team up and they're both like in sync fighting oh, so inside cool. and like the 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 Titan thing? It's like fighting. the best Power Rangers episode I've ever seen. Oh, awesome. right. But yeah. Cool. Well, that's uh, that's San Diego Comic Con. We left out things like um, all. Oh, we saw the Iron Fist trailer too, which was such a little teaser. That was like was I, that even thirty seconds. It was. I think it was like ten seconds, and he was just like, "I'm gonna slam the ground, bam!" And that was it. Yeah. And he was like, "I really didn't know that Fist. was coming this year, though. I thought they were gonna do that September next year. 7th, and Daredevil man. was gonna be later this year. September. So I, I mean, is Daredevil just still for you, be man? Later this year? Just for you, man. The Iron Fist. Let's find right. out. Because um, that that if Daredevil's later this year, that means they would do all four defenders. A new season in one year. Uh, Cage had one? Yeah, it just came out like a month ago. Really? Yeah, I haven't watched it Man, they're it burning it out. That's the thing. I, don't, I can't keep up with them because the, they 
drop a season at a time and back to back. The problem that I have with all of them, as you very well know, is there's just too much. Oh, yeah, no, it's ridiculous, yeah. Um, I've heard that Luke Cage season two is better than the first one, but um, I don't know. Maybe eventually I'll get to it, but there's so much. um, It says 2018. That's crazy. So they're going to launch all four. Yeah, season three. No, I really had no clue Iron Fist was that far along. I thought it was next year, but apparently... They're just, they're so and then there was Jessica Jones this year also that wasn't yeah. late last year. You sure? No, it was earlier this year. No, it was like February. Crazy, crazy, crazy. Well, they I guess they just want to like fix up Iron Fist's rep. I guess <laughs> they're just like we got to get this thing fixed. Up. Right. Yeah. So so this one has been announced for September seventh, but Daredevil's going to be this year, but not announced. So probably like December. I yeah. Guess, or I guess whatever. So. On November maybe. November know. December. Yeah. 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 Well, it's, I guess it's only August. So I guess that. August. Yeah. August, September, October, November. Yeah, there's a lot of them. I mean, but the way way they make those seasons, though, where it's like they all take place in, like, two rooms, I mean, like, it doesn't cost any money. All you got to do is pay your stars and, like, write a script. True. There's there's so low budget. That's my big problem. Like, come on, superhero, low budget? Street level, so. Yeah, yeah. right. Okay. Um, So I guess that's it. That um, was all obviously, right. there are things any... on CW that we don't talk about because you're right, not caught behind. Right, but all the like new season trailers. And although Black Lightning, they didn't show like they just because that like, one you're out. caught up on. I am, aren't yeah, you? yeah, I am. Uh, but like uh, you're weird. But it's like it, the one he's caught up on is. I guess that there is only thirteen. Well, episodes, that's the thing. So. It's only, I mean, it's the easiest one too. Yeah. But they all they did was like a recap of season one. That was weird. They didn't really show. And you were anything, just like, give so. me more. I'm obsessed. I'm ready are you still really pumped on that show? I like it a lot, yeah. It got less I good. I probably now. got, like, overhyped, but, yeah. but I enjoyed it a lot. It got less good. It's probably because the rest of the shows were... Aside from... So, the crisis on, um... Was it EarthX last year? That was amazing. What that was, was that part of? That was the crossover oh, between right. all four shows. Right. But aside from that, all the other shows were getting hard to keep up with, like, individually, and were going through varying degrees of quality. So, it was nice to have a very standalone one that was just... I liked the character, and I liked the story, so cool. that was cool. But, um, but yeah, the other ones, I mean, yeah, they had the season five trailer for Flash. Eight, seven, nine trailer for whatever. Right, right. Um, but, right. I, yeah, there were, did you, can you think of any other no, that's that you it. want to talk about? No, that's about it for now. We'll, we'll Other yeah. things we'll think of in, in the future, but sure. that's a good, um, you know, rundown of the new stuff that happened. Sure. Um, and, uh, and the trailers. Yeah, know? yeah. So, I think we had a good smattering of stuff, and let's talk... Um, let's close down the show with a little talk about what we've been checking out lately. Sure, cool. Um, so I'm going to start because it's going to lead into yours. Okay. Um, I, I'm really hyped on Tom Cruise right now and especially hyped on Mission Impossible. Yeah. When I think back on my experiencing wa- experience watching the Mission Impossible movies, you know I love it. Twice. Did you see the first one in theaters? Yes. Okay, cool. Or like right after. Right after, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I... Love Mission Impossible. For, I, I was one of those action movies where I was like, "Wow, I love this." Well, movie. I was like right up your alley. It's, it's so twist amazing. It's twisty and it's spy stuff, and it's it's like action, but punctuated by a lot of like intrigue, right? Which right. I love, and I love exotic locations. Spy movies are really good when they're done right. Sure. Mission Impossible One, I remember loving, and for some reason, the thing that sticks out the most in my mind is that stupid Adam Clayton and Larry Mullen YouTube YouTube. Uh, Oh yeah, yeah, uh, they yeah, did. Yeah, a, they did yeah, a soundtrack yeah. song, which was like boom, 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 and it was like you know, yeah, 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 yeah. Is their whole thing, but um, but it, but I Mission Impossible One was a great movie. I don't really remember seeing two, but I know I did. And then three, because that one nobody remembers two. And then it three was, was the one, really yeah. was the really memorable. That was one the Abrams one because it was the Abrams like yeah. big deep big. I think it was his directorial debut for film. 
uh, or if it wasn't, if it, was it, close if it, it wasn't, it was like when he really, it might be, yeah. he got a lot of praise for right. it because he, it was, it was Philip Seymour Hoffman yeah. and it was all about like the idea of, because there was a little teaser in the, was in, that too when Simon Pegg came in? I don't know. Cause I don't know. Maybe. It was either maybe. that one or four. Yeah. Like that one or four. Then, yeah. But he's been in a lot. But the idea of that one was like his wife is on the line. So, so JJ Abrams was trying to do like, what if, like if the first two were about, um, Ethan Hunt as a spy. Mm. This one is about a man who is also a spy. Right, it was, was what he said. Right. And, that, and that one I remember being a really good movie, and it got tremendously good reviews. Then I think I saw the fourth one at some point somewhere, but I only vaguely remember it. And then five and six I haven't seen yet. So with all this hype surrounding the new one coming out, Fallout, which I was like, it's the best mission yet, and blah 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 blah. So. I was at Best Buy and I saw the Mission Impossible one through five Blu-ray oh, cool. for nineteen ninety nine wow. for funny. all five. And That's then when funny. I got to the register, I had a five dollar reward certificate, so, so I got it for sixteen yeah. bucks nice. with tax. Nice. So all five deep Blu-rays. So last night actually, I popped in uh, Mission One yeah. and I watched it straight through. I plan to only watch a little, and I was like, I watched the whole thing. Yeah, yeah. Like it's great. First one's really that good. movie is really phen- phenomenal. Uh, so I really Brian enjoyed that. Directed, I mean, just, like, yeah. what do you want? Yeah. So that one was great, and then I watched a little like like uh, making of at the end because I sure, love special sure. features. Sure. And then um, now I guess I'll, I'm just trying to decide like what I'm going to do next because I know I need to see Fallout in theaters because people say like in Tom Cruise too is like this movie was made to be seen on a big screen. You got to see it that way. Yeah. That said, you have seen it. So I saw it, and I've only out of the franchise I've seen the first one. Um, I've seen the fifth one in its entirety, and then the other one, I've, I've never seen two, three and four, I think I've seen parts of on TV. So, like, um, as someone who can't, I mean, and really didn't remember the plot details of any of them, uh, I just wanted this one just, you know. And that's fine, it's completely self-contained? Well, kind of like how you said, like, how, how each one is sort of, I mean, it's the same, I mean, you can, you know the beats of each one over it, but, like, you said that, like, each one kind of asks a question, this one is sort of like, okay, how far is Ethan Hunt willing to go, and why does he do this? You know, because okay. like, um, because he clear. I mean, it's after years and years of saving the world over and over again, he doesn't get to have a personal life. It puts everyone he knows at risk. That people cetera. think he's a, a, a traitor yes, all the time. All that, yeah, and so that's the question here. So it's that, and it's also just by far the best, most visceral action sequences in the entire franchise. Um and because and that's the thing about he the does his own part. stunts he does in an amazing stunts. way he broke his ankle doing one of them yeah. he had to jump out of a building for this one and like yeah, yeah. He, he, I think he was actually jumping over building tops yeah or something right. nutty like that I mean the dude's crazy I saw on that Jimmy Fallon episode he he showed like that scene where he like just climbing up the helicopter rope yes and that then falls that he I, did that yeah and see like I don't really get like have much of those like heart jump beating moments you know in movies because like i've seen everything yeah it's, it's like, all really we know it's all fake i was genuinely like, holy crap like in that moment like i mean cause they did a great job filming a helicopter then. he's trying to get up to the end all the end like and at one point of course he back falls and stuff and like it was insane so like but that was the thing him and christopher mccrory who and that's the other i mean the, the those are the two driving forces of this movie tom cruise and christopher mccrory christopher mccrory is the only one to have directed two mission Impossible mm-hmm. movies because um, I can name all the directors. It's Brian De Palma, um, John Woo, Abrams, Brad Bird, and then Christopher McCoy. And McCoy started out as a screenwriter, quickly Wait, Brad himself. Bird, Brad Bird? Yeah, he did. Toy Story one. Brad Bird? Not Toy Story, but um, Incredibles. Incredibles Brad Bird, sorry, yeah, yeah. Yep, 
It's one of the like, it, the only live action movies he's done are that and Tomorrowland. Was it four? Yeah. Rogue Ghost Nation Proto- or Ghost Protocol? Ghost Protocol. Okay. Rogue Nation was the last one. Um, but yeah, he, so McCory started as a screenwriter. He wrote The Usual Suspects and wow. um, and then wow. later on he wrote Edge of Tomorrow. So he established wow. himself as like a Bona masterful. Fides. Very much so. And then he started directing, I think, with Jack Reacher, um, maybe some others, but um but yeah and i mean he's just like so in without throughout this movie i didn't think there were as many twists and stuff i mean the the main twist that the, i was giving away i thought i could see it coming a yeah. mile away maybe but, I won't, um, so but like it but I, I didn't really care about that it was more just like the way it evolves is like it's just like a rhythm of like if they you they have an insane action sequence in at one point in a bathroom of just a fight to the death with this one guy mm-hmm. and it just feels like so gut-wrenching exactly and then they take it to the next level the next one and then the helicopter one against this amazing backdrop was probably the penultimate climax of wow. it all but it's just one of those of just like you know i can't tell you how many action movies i've seen over the years and all that and i know yeah, all the beats so, and i know how they work and i'm so desensitized right right but here I was genuinely enthralled. That's right what now. people yeah. say about it. Yeah. Is it's just like it, this amazingly in yeah. this world where we're just so beaten down by just images of violence. And right. not that I have any problem with that really, but I'm just so desensitized to right. it. Right. It's like, and how when many, a movie can still get to me, that's amazing. How many creative ways can you have a car chase or, you know, a, or, or a dude bent and punched in the face or, right. or a dude fighting three dudes at once or you know, falling out of a building or, or, or whatever it might right. be. And here they did answer that. And they also have, well, like I said, the twists aren't like anything extraordinary. It's, a, do strong, it's a good character study. And it's mm-hmm. a good, I mean, it's a solid story. So Excellent. So you love it through and through, it. huh? Yes. Is I it like it. A 10 out of 10? Or is it nine. like, okay. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah. It was, I mean, it it hit all the beats I wanted to. So it was really good. Oh. So, fall was excellent. Um, do you want me to go next on stuff? Yeah, what okay. you got? Okay, so I saw on uh, while we're on the, well, not like action, but kind of on that like visceral thing I saw Logan Lucky recently oh last yeah, year. yeah yeah the one that uh, I always for some reason free associate with uh, Baby Driver there are similarities it's but it's still different um, how is it different so I mean Baby Driver is just um, like heist action relentless this one is a little more I mean I don't want to call it a slow burner it kind of is but it's not like there's really only one big heist scene um, basically the story is um, these two brothers, one of them got laid off uh, his mining job. The other one, um, that's the one played by Channing Tatum. The one played by Adam Driver is a war veteran, um, and his arm was amputated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he has a um, uh-huh. replacement arm. They do it to kind of like one to kind of break a you know, family curse, and then um, just because they're down on their luck and trying to rebuild families and whatnot. Um, and so they, and then they team up with um, Daniel Craig, who's in prison. They have to break him out. Um, but it's, I mean, there are a lot of similarities, but it's also totally different styles. Like, Steven Soderbergh and Edgar Wright both have very distinctive styles and very, mm-hmm. like, and Wright is more, like, fast-paced, energetic, and kind of, like, um, in, I don't know, it's, where Soderbergh has a more subtle has a certain subtlety to him if that makes sense yep um obviously baby driver is the better movie i i enjoy baby driver a lot more but i really liked logan yeah Lucky. did you um yeah no i mean surprises again, not, uh, uh yeah i mean like it's more it 
I'd say a little more character study, you know, but I I really like how it's done. I just like, um, and it's cool how much it feels like a southern drama, hmm. and, um, southern drama slash kind of comedy. Okay. Um, it's just really interesting. It's a very unique kind of like it's like Ocean's Eleven in many ways to the backdrop of you know Charlotte and um nascar and all, all these right. things so it's really interesting it's on amazon i'd check it out cool That's really there, strong yeah. performances i will say too i don't know I, especially with the disney fox deal i don't know if that channing tatum gambit movie is ever going to happen mm. but having because i never really liked Channing Tatum at first i but having seen him in other roles he really has evolved as an actor cool and i think this is by far is at least the strongest performance i've seen him in nice um and i i would give him a shot as gambit now after this cool again i don't know if that's ever going to happen because yeah. they've I don't hate Channing Tatum. He's all right. Yeah. Um, I am halfway through a movie. Okay. It's called Truth or Dare by Bloomhouse. Oh, you do? Oh, gosh. I'm halfway through it. How, like, badly entertaining is it? It's it's entertaining. Yeah. Um, The problem is I was really hoping it was going to be, like, Happy Death Day where there's, like, a bad guy or, like, a criminal or somebody who killed her. No, it's a freaking... um, it's a curse movie. Hmm. There's a curse, and they get cursed. Okay. Now, I've only seen the first half, so maybe like there's some really cool... like no, I know there's not going to be, yeah. but... I mean, all it is is a bunch of friends end up in this... They go to Mexico for a vacation. They right. have a great time for six out of seven days. On the seventh night, some random weirdo picks up one of the girls, the goody-goodiest of the girls, brings them to this like cursed hospital... And has them play Truth or Dare. They all yeah. get cursed, and they bring the Truth or Dare game home with real consequences back to the United States. And it's literally them just like if it's truth, like the the truth curse God or whatever it is. Make sure you have to reveal that truth in front of like the worst scenario. If it's a dare, like if you don't do it, you uh, the the curse takes you over and kills you by like snapping your neck or something. It's just, and that's it. Like, there's no intriguing other premise there so far anyway. Right. So I'm going to finish it because... So what I did was, and this this sort of speaks to, like, this movie. So I picked it up at Redbox last Friday. And, I, and I'm bad about this. But even still, I've gotten better. And then I watched, like, the first eight minutes and, like, was like, I got to do something else right now for whatever reason. And, like, I didn't get back to it for, like, a week. And now I'm like, it's Sunday. I got to return the thing. And I'm still only halfway through it. Like, How that's, many bucks is it? It's, like, a dollar seventy-five a day or two bucks okay, a day. Yeah. So it's, like, yeah. a $14 movie it's going to okay, cost yeah. me. It's not the end of the world. Yeah, yeah. Um, but still, like... Oh my god! I mean, if you just, pay fourteen dollars for Truth or Dare, though. I yeah. mean, it's it's. Well, it's, I like about Blumhouse though is that they do. And I said this before, but they do like really smart, engaging horror movies like Get Out, and then they can make their Happy Death Days too. Like I, I have nothing wrong. I, no, no, it's fine. It's fine. The actors movies. are pretty good too. Like yeah, yeah. the only thing that's keeping me at all engaged, or it would have been back at Redbox last week, is the cast. Like I'm kind of okay. into the cast. I like the archetypes they set up. I mean, they're very cliche, but they're also interesting. Um, but the problem that I have with a lot of these movies with slashers, basically, which is basically what no, this is, is, yeah, yeah, no. is that like the funny guy always dies so soon. Yeah, like, I love, yeah. There's this dude named Ronnie, and, and this isn't a spoiler. I mean, it takes place in the first ten minutes. Like he's the first one to go, and he's yeah. the guy who's like, I want the girls to kiss, and he's real douchey and funny, and I want to watch this funny dude, but he's dead now. Yeah, it's just anyway. All right. Yeah. So that's that's another thing that I checked out. Okay. Nice. Got anything else for us? Well, on a horror note, um, I watched the Castle Rock pilot the other night. Oh, so. yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been yeah. thinking about checking yeah. that out. Jordan, How is it? Jordan's watching it too. It's really cool. It's uh, it's it's a slow burner. I will tell yeah. you. I don't know if like which I don't mind because I well I always said that Stephen King's more. I mean this is uses a lot of his horror stuff but it uses a lot of his literary as well like the first episode is very much revolved around Shawshank um, oh. and so 
um, it's kind of so it is a little more character bit. I mean, it's not scary at all in the pilot. There's like one jump scare and that's it. There's a creepy vibe to it, and it definitely sets up stuff for what's gonna happen. Um, so basically, there's this guy Henry Deaver who had disappeared um, as a child came back in a frozen uh, ice storm or whatever and like um, had no recollection of where when he, where he was when right. he disappeared um, and then he grows up he becomes a lawyer he comes back to this small town in Maine uh, and uh, he's been assigned to this case um, at Shawshank because a prisoner there has said his name and now he's trying to figure out what the connection is there um, and there's other characters that show up from other books uh, that I'm not as familiar with. What so is the know. idea here? Is it going to be so one the idea, story? Like, what's the yeah, premise? No, it's an original story. So the idea is that it's like Stephen King multiverse. Like, so pulling together characters and locations from different Stephen King works. So Shawshank, The Stand. Um, I don't. I don't. But think they all get, are reintegrated into a new story. They're into a new story exactly. So like they exist in the same universe and. It's an original story weird. that spawns out of that. It's a weird idea, but it's pretty cool. So it's like, I mean, I mean, it's almost like taking um, Shakespeare characters and putting them into an original story, you know? Mm-hmm. So, um, but yeah, it all revolves around this town of Castle Rock, Maine. And I mean, I I really like the feel of it. It looks amazing. It's actually, mm-hmm. the pilot was directed by the guy who did Moonlight. So it's mm-hmm. really interesting. Um, but I, and I like, again, I like that it's not a jump scare kind of oh. show that it's all... Uh, it looks like it's going to have a really engaging narrative to it. The main reason I watched it is because Mark Bernardin is one of the writers on it, and he's been promoting it on um, Fat Man on Batman for a while, so I was interested in checking it out. But, um, but yeah, I, I've watched the pilot. Jordan, I think, is two episodes in. Um, but, yeah, we, it, it's definitely worth checking out. Okay, Yeah. cool. So. I don't know how to get it. I'm trying to find, like, an angle from which to get excited about it, and I haven't found one yet. Maybe I'll find one. I mean, like, I, it's, I feel like it's going to be one of the... Well, it's only ten episodes the first season, but... It's. It looks like it's going to take at least a couple episodes to lay out some exposition. Um, and let you know what kind of show lot. you're even watching. Yeah, exactly. Um, but really strong performances. I mean, Scott okay. Glenn shows up in the pilot. Um, several. The woman who played Carrie in the original play mm-hmm. is in it. Yeah. Um, I don't know the actor who plays um, Henry Deaver, but he's really good. Cool. Um, and Bill Skarsgård. Nice. Yeah. So it's worth checking out. Yeah. You got anything else? Uh, no, I don't think I do. Um. Trying to think if there's any other shows or movies that I checked out. I think that's about it. I've been doing Mission, and I've been doing that. I've been playing a lot of Witcher 3, which I'll talk about when I want to do the next gaming episode. Yeah, yeah. Um, but no, that's about it. Um, I'm trying to think. Yeah, that, that's it. How about you? Anything else? Um, Comics-wise, just like... Some quick hits. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm reading Heartthrob Volume 2 right now, because that came out. Oh, recently. yeah, how is that? Yeah, it's good. I okay. mean, like, a, I mean, you know, I love that story a lot. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. Like, um, but one of my favorite indie titles in the last few years. Cool. Um, and then... DC wise, re- Titans still reading. Um, not the DC streaming service. Are you it's sure you didn't different. get a copy of the script? It's a very different. Take you didn't get on a copy it, of the script. You're no. not checking that shit yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. But I read the All last right. trade the other day, so I thought it was good. Um, and then books I'm reading. I'm reading the Barrow Hour by Jeffrey Deaver, which is the it's series of um, uh, detective novels that if you. If, for listeners out there, if you ever seen the Bone Collector, it's that series. So that was the only movie that ever been made. But um, this was the last one in the series. He's a paraplegic detective. Um, yeah. My dad knows the uh, used to deliver to the so cool. author on his UPS route. That's so, so cool. Yeah, he's a really nice guy too. I met him at a signing. Um, so reading that, and yeah, I'm always reading other stuff. So. And uh, have you started uh, the new Rankin book yet? 
Not yet. No, that, okay. That's on my list. But you but saw the you read the first. I read the first yeah. one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Cool. So, um, are well, you gonna read Batman White Knight? I I have it. I've I fall started it about three times, but I was at work, gotcha. so like yeah, I, yeah. I, we have downtime. But it's very hard to read when you no, have downtime a, yeah, at work. Yeah. I need to really like dig in. So I think uh, sure. later today I'm gonna read the first three or four ep- uh, issues. Do it. Um, but um, and and really get mired in that whole uh, world. Very cool. Um, watching that Titans made me want to like read some good stuff. Some yeah, good yeah. Comics. So yeah. I'm gonna do that. Um, I'm gonna finish Bloomhouse just because I got to finish it. Yeah, especially yeah. after I paid 14 bucks for it. Sure. Um, and then there's just so many things I want to watch more Sharp Objects. I want to finish Westworld. I want to um, get back to the affair I've been watching. I mean, I just have so much stuff. Oh, yeah, so it just awesome. it just goes on and on. But I think the thing I'm most excited about is uh, We Happy Few comes out on the 10th. It's a video game, but it's okay. like Bioshock. And then um, there's some TV stuff that's just about to hit. Um, that I was looking at, and I can't think of what it is. Oh, you know, I got excited when I saw that new Julia Roberts trailer. She's doing a new series on... Um, I don't know about this. Yeah, she's doing a new series on Prime. It just got announced called Homecoming. Okay. And it looks... I saw the, the uh, teaser for it, and that looks really cool. I don't know when that's coming out. Oh, I know what the next thing I'm excited for, but it, we'll probably talk before then. Uh, Jack Ryan, man. Oh, right. Jack uh, Ryan the hits... Lot with Jim from The Office. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes, that one. Very cool. I am so pumped for when that comes out, so I am going to be all over that. I'm just trying is, to think. What of... is that? This Is that August? August 31st. Okay, it's like the yeah. end of August. Okay, yeah, yeah. You know what I really don't like? When shows are coming out at the end of a month, because yeah. I'm like, ah, I want to check it out now. Um, here it is. Oh, one thing I was like, uh, I forgot to mention news, but like, one I want to check out, but mm-hmm. now it's going to be a little delayed. So... Um, Andy Serkis is making his director out of the view oh, with, yeah. um, it's called like Mowgli. It's supposed to be. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I, the, I was, like, I've seen the trailer. This I've is seen the, more, the trailer. Did you hear this news? So, so I saw um, your tweet. So it was, yeah, it was going to be released in theaters, um, in October and it's been pushed back because Netflix bought the rights from Warner Brothers. Okay. And so it's going to be released on Netflix. Are you sure year. there won't be uh, also theater? I don't think so. I mean, if it's a, that's uh, a tragedy. Yeah, it's a is. huge film. That's a huge. I mean, like it's supposed to be. I mean, he's described it as like on the level of his Planet of the Apes stuff. I mean, I mean, because I mean, for as someone who's, who's a master of motion picture, uh, I mean, if um, mocap, no, a mocap like technology and all that, you know, he wanted to his director debut was going to be in that world. So it's crazy that this movie on that big a scale is not going to have a theatrical release. Uh, it's, like, and, and just so but, so beautiful yeah. and big and yeah. pretty and yeah. all right, well, cool, so, awesome. But I, I do want to check that out. And then a lot of October movies like um, Venom. Um, I'm you know skeptical about, but I'm going to see it. Yeah. And then Halloween, I'm really excited. Awesome. About. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. So. Cool. Um, all right. Well, uh, where can that they find us, Kev? Um, you can find me on Twitter at KWShave. I tweet all my articles both pop culture related and not and then comic stuff and whatnot um rich at rich support that's it yep and then you can find all of our content at joygeek.net joygaming.com all of those awesome well on that note i'm rich lapore kevin shaver we'll see you soon take care